What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. It looks smoky in here, doesn't it? Shout out to the Coach Gang for being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Monday Night Roski, where you take it off and clap them cheeks, Roski. Clap them cheeks, Roski. All right, today we're going to give you an update on the Carly Russell incident. Her boyfriend, her ex-boyfriend has come out to put on his cape. And of course, the the ninja came out simping. All right. And we're also going to give you an update. Carly Russell did apologize for her actions, but is she really sorry? That's what we're going to talk about here. Also coming up on today's show, we have Straggling Sniggle Theater. And of course, a little bit of doom and gloom CGA. We're going to give you an update on singer Monica jumping in the crowd of one of her shows to cape for a woman who allegedly was getting whomped on and mollywopped at her concert by a ninja. All right. We're going to talk about that. We're also going to give you an update on Tom Brady and Giselle. Giselle is definitely not happy. I'm not happy that Tom Brady is at the Juco. And she's trying to put the clamps on Tom Brady and police is Johnson, but he, she's not the only one. She won't be the first ex-wife and she definitely won't be the last because Tom Brady is out here. We're going to go over what happens after a divorce. The wife moves on and monkey branches and then he gets stale. And then the guy wakes up and he starts clapping Juco cheeks. All right. <laughs> he starts clapping Juco cheeks and now she's not happy. I'm not happy. We're going to give you a uh, thing called toxic, toxic, ex-wife or toxic ex-spouse syndrome that's what we're gonna do anyway do me a favor hit the like button on this stream and you in here with the bruce wayne of this ish the king of kings the king of content and the speaker of truth yours truly the notorious one aka aka mr coach alini better known as the prognosticator coach adamas and you are the desert storm bunker with the black moses the EWF, Every Woman's Fantasy, and CGAC God Allah, and the eight-time demonetized champion of YouTube. All right, this is the best entertainment on YouTube, and sit back, just relax. It's evening time on a Monday. Crack open a brewski, have a nightcap, book your junior college girl, whatever you need to do, and we're going to get into the best entertainment to contribute to today's show, Dollar Signs, the Notorious CGA on the Cash App. Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that is pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. All right, I got an extra extra few buttons now. So my my, uh, hitting the button is a little bit off. So let me see here. Let me put in the PayPal conversation here for a minute. And uh, I will be here tomorrow. I thought I I was going to be somewhere else tomorrow. So I will be here, should be here for the full day tomorrow, Wednesday, maybe, maybe not. All right. Uh, but anyway, let's get to the earlier contributors to today's show. How about we do that? We got some brothers here already with the sponsorship business. We got, who is this in here? This is a new name. Let me see if I can say your government name out here so I can hit you. I'm Russell E says Carly Russell. Just came out and admitted she made the whole thing up and that she's sorry. She's about as sorry as the board game. He says, who's going to pay for all of those wasted search and rescue costs? Behaviors like this negatively impacts 
real female victims of kidnapping. Should she be punished? I think she should be fined, jailed, and suspended. All right. I think she should be tarred and feathered and made an example out of because this type of behavior shall not be tolerated. She got in her emotions and she was trying to do whatever the hell she wanted to do. Now they're already hiding behind mental health. We'll we'll up you a update you on that. I told you that that lame mental health bullshit was going to come up. Shout out to everybody that has mental health issues and depression um, and whatnot. <laughs> all right. Listen, I don't want to demean you and all of that stuff. Uh, but check your substance abuse before you tell me you're depressed, by the way. Then just be like, there's real people that have been depressed. Kurt Cobain was depressed and he deleted himself. And I'm oh, like, and I'm sitting there like, yeah, but he also was a drug addict. Then just trying to hide drug addiction behind depression. Drug addict. Crackhead. All right? Stop being a crackhead. You might not be depressed. <laughs> we need to lock this woman up. Yeah, she needs to be fined, jailed, and suspended. Absolutely. She needs to be suspended. She needs to lose her job. She did lose her job. I mean, this person needs to, <laughs> this person needs to uh, be made an example out of. What are we doing here? Shout out to no government name. He says, Coach, I came across a red pill Reddit video that are from SSM, and they uh, and they seem so cringy to me. He says they talk about masculine frame, purple pill, trad women, and trad lifestyle. Masculinity isn't one-dimensional. This channel isn't cringy. He said the channel isn't cringy, but the stories from Reddit seem to be fake. Yeah, I, I, I decide what to share and what not to share. So typically Reddit stories, I'll share one here and there. But some of these stories are like um, articles. It's like a uh, dear, you know, these these uh, letters that people used to send the penthouse. All right, what are we doing here? He says females, he says masculine frame and unicorns don't exist. Females respond to your frame because they are in a bind or have no options. I don't care if a girl is traditional from another country or young with family values. Females are females. And at the end of the day, when it comes to relationships, I think for I think of searching for opportunities and incentives. If there aren't any incentives, it's not worth it. You have to treat this like a business. Shout out to you. Thank you for breaking all of that down. And uh, that is basically the synopsis that men need to operate in. You actually ha- need to know why the woman's associating with you. That's a critical. That's a critical. Why are you associating with me, ladies? Why do you associate with CGA? Why do you associate with me? Why do you want a relationship? Well, I like you. I'm attached to you. You hit the bottom. All right? You're the only one that give me long strokes. You're the only one that eat the punani. You're the only one that I think I can run all over. I like your money. Okay? You're, you're, you're like a, what, what do they call it? You're out of my league. Like, why is she associating with you? If she just says, I love you and like that, it's no, no. What do we got here? Sam says, uh, women just need to accept the fact that men will always be better than women. He says the woman of the year was a man. He says some of the top male uh, makeup artists, rainbow men and fashion icon men. He says not even hating. It's true. Well, that's all by their own doing as well. That's all. And that's part of the patriarchy, which is weird to me because they talk about the patriarchy a lot. But when you go to beauty pageants, they put in men up there and you got reading rainbow ninjas out here they be queer eye for the straight guy they be out there on the runway walking sashay shantae and the ladies be like oh calvin klein tommy hill nigga all right all the dudes be vera wang oh wait 
oh, this guy, he's a wonderful clothing designer. And he happens to be reading Rainbow. All right, uh, is there an instructional video of hitting the bottom? Interesting conversation. And Shaw X says, Coach, if he, if I was Car- uh, Carly Russell's father, I would write her ass out of my will. He's weak. Carly Russell, father, are you watching? All right, maybe we can do a, maybe we could do a collab or something like that. But you, you, you bugging your daughter, bugging man. I hope you, I hope you slap the sense, the taste out of her mouth at least, metaphorically, not physically. Joshua Moon says, smoking, sipping, and listening to the coach. We here. Appreciate you, Joshua Moon. And that means we're going to get into the first part of the story. And it's going to be Doom and Gloom CGA. All right, let's get the bell. Let's hit the bell. And this isn't that bad of a Doom and Gloom. But we're going to talk about people's finances really quickly here. And I'm getting better with my screen work here. And there you go right there. Take a look at this. Of course, my ass is not going to be signing in for this article. However, take a look at the headline. We'll just go with the headline. We are in trouble. We are in trouble with this finance game. Take a look at this, ladies and gentlemen. Tesla starts offering 84 months loans as interest rates rise. We're in trouble. And this is compounded by the highest amount of auto loans being rejected in the history of auto loans. Jesus. I don't know how people are going to get around. By the way, you're talking about uh, you're talking about 84 months payment. I mean, when are we just going to hit the whole hundred? 96 is around the corner. 96 is around the corner. We're already doing 40 year mortgages. And I have a great video for the people um, uh, concerning mortgages. Uh, Maybe we'll share it again on the uh, blue chip mindset. But I mean, come on, man. We cannot do this and act like we're actually doing anything of benefit. I mean, seven years for, I mean, come on. The battery barely lasts seven years. All right, come on, man. We got to do better with our finances. And 96 is going to be around the corner. That's just another year. And then once you get there at the eight-year mark, now you're looking at nine. Uh, or they're just going to jump to 100 in 120 months at that particular point. <laughs> all right, they're just going to jump to a 120. They're going to skip all the numbers. All right, so take a look at what we're doing here with our finances, what we have around the corner. We're pricing people out. The middle class is eroding and or non-existent. I believe there's an existence working class. Um, and there's a small, small ultra, ultra class of people, and uh, it's time to level up. Uh, for some reason, how's my camera looking? I see a lot of it looks smoky on my side. But uh, anyway, that's my doom and gloom report for the day. So we're going to jump right into Straggle and Sniggle Theater. And that's going to require me to mute my stream so I can play this intro. Hit. Hey. With me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast stick, you can get high with me. That's a deal, right? Ride. All right, I'm ambidextrous in here. I'm working all these hands. By the way, if you missed the money mindset, you got to check out the money mindset. Patreon.com backslash Coach Greg Adams. Get the money mindset. Uh, I did a great stream on my streaming setup and transitioning into new stuff here. All right, Straggle and Sniggle Theater. We're going back to... This view right here, and I might add a third view at this particular point. Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Let's go to the Sniggles. All right, we got to give some Sniggles 
some highlight right here. And I don't know if this is from a movie or a TV show. I think it's from a TV show, but I thought this was pretty funny. Let's take a look. How much money you got? How much money you got? So the 50, well, I only got 50. You only got, okay, got okay, 50 will get you a thousand. 50 will get you a thousand. Well, you're sure. All you got to do is follow the note. Sure? All you got to do is follow the note, big dog. Yeah, we should do. Come oh, on now. This ain't Come good. Come on now. You're going to let me hold it? All right, there it is. All right, follow it. This isn't a movie. This is real life. He said, dead ear. Dead ear. You know that's a sniggle if you say dead ear. And look at him. He looking like a sniggle. He's sniggling already. He know he got him a fat mark right now. Look at him. You know this ain't going to end well. When I was in New York, man, I saw these people hustling. And by the way, I do have the insight on the hustle. Let me know if you want me to know, if you want me to tell you. If you know, you know. If you're, if you're from New York, you know. But um, I do have video evidence of the hustle in progress. But uh, let's see. He said, there it is. There it is. 50 get you 1,000. There it is. Oh, this shit ain't going to end well. No, I don't know. Uh, you see it right there? there? Uh, bam. <laughs> bam. All right, what's on you, player? Right here, man. Boom. Oh, he got it. Oh, let look, look. Hey, he hit it on the first one, bro. Hey man, my man 50 get you a thousand. My man is the winner. A man, a man. Let's give it up for the white boy. <laughs> he got it, bro. He got it, bro. All right. Uh, let's see him get his thousand dollars. All right. Cause he deserves this thousand dollars. So uh let's see what he gets. Say, Dale. All right, here we go. Uh, you lost. You lost. Yeah, yeah, you lost. I lost. Yeah. You lost, nigga. Nick, what? Yeah. That's oh, not. Why would you do that? I don't like why this would area. You do that? Oh, wait a minute. This nigga ran off with his fitty? Oh, man, you can't tell me. <laughs> oh, man, bro. Why you run? Hey, man, that's a true sniggle right there, man. Let's watch it all the way through real quick. You got hustled. You got got. Dollar, get your thousand. How much money you got? How much money you got? So the fifty, I only got fifty. Okay, okay, fifty, get your thousand. Fifty, get your thousand. You're sure. All you gotta do is follow the note. I gotta do is follow the note, big dog. We should do. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. You gonna let me hold? All right, there it is. There it is. There it is. You see it right there? See it. Bam. All right, what's on you, player? Player. Right here, man. Boom. Ooh. You lost. What? Yeah. Yeah, you lost. I told you, dude. Yeah. You lost, nigga. <laughs> yeah. That's not. Why would you do that? <laughs> Look at them. They like something like they, they stand in there like. Wait a minute. Who are you? They definitely from Canada. These are some Canadians right here. You know what I mean? They just new. They just new booties as they call it back in the day. Man, they Canadians. They're like, oh, we're in the honor system over here. A. Eh? We're on the honor system. A. Eh? Nobody robs people in Canada. A. Eh? For sure. They look like Canadians. By the way, if you don't know the hustle, it's not a one-man show. I might have, I don't want to put people's info out there because I'm not trying to get people busted. But um, let me show you. Let me show you. Uh, I don't want to see. Let me see if I got a photo of me doing it with um, maybe their faces aren't in the picture. All right. Because I'm not trying to get people busted. And uh, they saw me recording. And then uh, this Puerto Rican chick, a fat Gordita uh, a woman was like, hey, were you recording? And she came up next to me and she was flirting with me all in my face with her hot ass breath. And um, let me see, maybe I deleted the pictures. But she knew I figured out what they were doing. And I saw this dude get straight scammed. I was like, God dang, broke his ass off. Looks like I deleted him. No, 
I swore up and down I was going to keep him. I was at Times Square. Let me see if I can pull it up. All right, that's the Yankees game. Where at? that? Oh, man, I must have deleted it. I think I deleted it for the honor. <laughs> all right, I deleted it. But I saw this dude lose all his money. I'm surprised I deleted it. All right, but she was next to me. She came up. She had these big old, you know, big old Latina titties. She probably had the dark areola on it, too, Puerto Rican. All right, and she was all wide, wide, big old wide hips. And she came up, hey, baby, I got to see if I do. I got to see if I have it on here. I'm surprised I deleted it. Me and my son was standing next to him, and I was recording this way. So what you don't know is that there's like three or four people working in in unison. All right, I don't want to give the whole thing away because I don't want to work with them. But the guy doing the thing, there's more people involved in it. And they look like they're participating, but they're, they're, part, of the, they're part of the hustle. That's all I'll say, because I'm not on here snitching. I thought I had them. <laughs> I must have deleted. They must have said, I'm a jack your ass, all right? And I was like, uh-oh, uh-oh. Straight jacking. Let me see here. Damn, I'm, I'm, I'm tripping that I deleted it. Oh, no, I didn't. Did I? I think I did. Oh, I got it right here. Look, I swear to God, I straight got it. So here we go. Look, look, I'm for real. Look, I got it. So I got the whole thing. <laughs> See, look. It's there, Charlie. Come here, wait, wait. It's there, nephew. Okay, let's tell you what. Come over here. Come over here. I'm going to give you a credit back. All right, so. Pick it up. I got the whole thing on video. So. <laughs> I'm not trying to I'm not trying to snitch people out, man, because they had a straight hustle going. Uh let me see where the Puerto Rican chick is. All right. I don't want to put her face on the internet, but let me see if I can put her big ass body so you can see what I'm talking about. All right, so look, check this out. Let me see if I can put her body on there so you can see what I'm talking about. Hold on for a second. I got her right, right, right there. There she is in the corner. You see her? Right there. She is she was in it. She in on it, and she like she hopping him up. She like <laughs> she was like gassing up the dude. Now watch this. This is the wife. Look at this. This is the wife after the dude got hustled. This the wife. She was like this. Look at I'm gonna show you. This the wife after the dude got hustled. This the wife. She like what the hell? Look, watch this, and look at the ninja. That's the husband, the black dude with the hat on backwards. She's standing there like, Ninja, you done lost all our money. <laughs> I was watching. Straight, straight jacket. I was standing there like, yo, he lost like 3500 3500 yep. They run the distraction. They run the gas up. That shit is like crazy. He lost like 3500 in like three minutes. I was like, oh, man, me and my son was like, God dang. All right, never. Straight jacket. All right, never. Now I can't go to New York no more. Wife was like, how we getting home? Mm. <laughs> All right, man, it's a cold, cold world out there. Anyway, be careful when you're playing those games, guys. A uh, game of chance like that, uh, it's probably not too legit. <laughs> Sitting up there like, yo. Gotcha, bitch. Woo. He lost like 3,500 in like three minutes. Because they was just boom, boom, boom. He was just doubling up. Every time the dude lost, the dealer lost, he would just keep him on the game. He would just be like, all right, all right, you lost, but I keep you on the game. Man, it was a straight hustle. Anyway, post-nut clarity, all right? I didn't invent the term post-nut clarity, just so you know. People were saying people were stealing from me. I can tell you I did not invent the term post-nut clarity. 
All right. And so here you go right here. This is a guy who's going to talk about Pulse Nut Clarity. Maybe I, I, you know, I won't say I popularize it. People have been talking about it for quite a while. So this guy's going to talk about when Pulse Nut Clarity kicks in. Here we go. Ha <laughs> ha, pound time, just left pound time, eh? <laughs> Son, what the fuck am I doing, Gangski? That was bad kill. Oh, that's a black tooth? Since when she got a big-ass black tooth and she keep talking? Shut up. Damn, bro, what am I doing, cousin? Hold on, hold on. Bunions on the feet is crazy. Oh. And her shit Dang, bro, I gotta get home. That's bad bonnet, bro. That's the bad quality shit from up the block, bro. I got you. That's the bad quality shit from up the block, bro. That's the bad quality shit from up the block, bro. That's the bad quality shit from up the block, bro. That's the bad quality shit from up the block, bro. That's the bad quality shit from up the block, bro. That's the bad quality shit from up the block, bro. That's the bad quality shit from up the block, bro. That's the bad quality shit from up the block, bro. That's nasty. Uh, so we've all been there. We have to admit that this is a weakness for us. If you don't understand the power of your pulse nut clarity and that you have a fetish and you just a straight up nasty boy, we, you know, we're here to help you. A lot of guys don't want to admit their pulse nut clarity is a, a real issue. And uh, one person in the comment section actually says something that I tell you guys right here. He said, um, he says, my pulse nut told me to lock in he says, been down ever since. Let's see here. Somebody said another one right here. He says, post nut trauma is no joke. Got me feeling guilty for days. He said, now nah, that ish. He said, now nah, that ish is really real. Have you feeling disgusted? Have you feeling disgusted? The, another guy was basically saying here, I didn't see it on here. I guess I don't see it now. But he was like, man, the minute you start to honor your post nut clarity, you can truly mature as a man, right? You can just be like, all right, I know how this is going to end. Yes, I might be wanting to clap some cheeks, but I'm going to leave it alone. I already know how this ends. If you have to go squashy, go squashy. All right, but you already know how this is going to end. You just want to get that nut off. And once you do, you're going to see the real person, and you're just going to be like, oh, man. And you just hate yourself. You hate yourself, and then you got to find the escape route. All right, Pulse Nut Clarity is right there. And again, I did not come up with that. All right, here we got um, a gentleman here, Mr. Not My Girl Coach. We're going to take you to a guy here. Apparently, they're at a party, having a party. And um, somebody's interviewing him, and he's going through his girl's phone. Gentlemen, don't go through your girl's phone unless you want to find out a lot of shit. All right. You go through your girl's phone, you're going to find out why she really is with you. So look at him looking like a reject Backstreet Boy or a Color Me Bad artist. And of course, she's over him. And I guess the guy's telling him that the new iPhone update stores recently deleted photos. I, I thought it already did that. But anyway, let's go ahead and roll the film. You hear me? That, that's the question. Why she even reply back? You hate me? I do hate you. But why? Why do you hate me? This is what you did. You Look at her face. She got a bull nose ring. Look at that face, guys. Not my girl, coach. Yes, your girl. She looked guilty. She's like, oh, shit. By the way, look at this ninja in the back. Niggas always gotta show they what is this guy doing back here? Look at this. Hold on, hold on for a second. Let me get my mouse. 
Look at the fupa print in this ninja right here. And does he have another man's legs on his legs? What kind of party is this? Mm. All right, ninja got a whole mastodon he macking on. Coach, I get all the fine hoes. All the girls I bang are nines and tens. Yeah. Mm. Now to caught your ass lacking out here. <laughs> caught your ass out here. He got a whole mastodon in the back. Look at that thing right there. Look at them shorts she got on. Holy mackerel. Okay. Let's get focused again. Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must stay focused. All right. That just caught my eye. Jesus, boy, that is a sloppy date. Here we go. We should hate your behavior. Uh-oh. She watching too, boy. She hawking this ninja. Yeah. Who the fuck is that? I don't know. I literally don't know. Oh, she don't know. What do you know. mean you don't know? I mean, the motherfucker's on your Snapchat. I know, but the motherfucker want to get his beat. She trying to, ooh, look at that little. She got the lips all pursed up like this. Yeah, man. You know she got the lips. She did her lips like, like this. She just trying to snatch that phone. She just trying to snatch that phone. Not my girl, coach. I be I'll be putting it down on her. Yeah. Okay. Remember I told you, your girlfriend, your wife, everybody watching me, 99% of you watching me, your girlfriend or your wife, you are not the last person she's going to sleep with. Yes, you're a long time boo. That, you're boo. You're not the long time. So here we go right here. This ninja, my girl coach. All right, so now let's see what happens here. So Apple came out with a new, like, update where you can check recently deleted. Look at her eyes. Oh, shit. Oh, the beginning of the end. Wowzers. My girl different. Our love is like no other love, coach. You don't know what you're talking about. You're just bitter and you're hurt. Well, who's hurting now? I'm sorry, sir, but you're going to be clenching your pillow today. I know that, but we all got to learn. We all got to learn. Take a look at his, her face in his face. God dang, bro. Oh, man. Clean deleted. Who's Joe? Dumbass Ron. Oh, there go the phone. It's coming out. Okay, she's trying to, boy, she trying to snatch that phone. Clean deleted. Look. You can recover. There it is. It's gone. <laughs> oh. What happens? What is the dog doing? What kind of party is this? What is the dog doing? Holy moly, the dog is a rug. Uh, Stop. No. What, what do you mean? What do you mean? No. Because no, these are no. Uh -oh. What do you mean? No. 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 What do you mean? No. Damn. No, that was two days ago. Hey, man, it's over. It's over. Hey, man, it's a wrap. Two days ago, bruh. Two days ago. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. She got her. I'm searching for a new love, baby. A new love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She tried to yaga that phone, and he was like, nope. So now he up in his feelings. I don't know. I didn't even see the whole video. Let's see what. She tried to yaga it twice. Yaga. All right, let me see here. Boy, it's boy. She's not yours. It's just your turn. Yo, no. Oh, they fighting now. Wait a minute. What, what, what is this? What is this? Turn what up? Wait, wait. What is this? What's the interview? I mean, I got their permission. I got permission. Stop. Damn. Oh, wait a minute. Whoa, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. 
what is this? Not the white knight ninja. Oh, don't get stabbed. What are we doing? Now I got to cut you. Not the white knight. This ninja about to lose. Wait a minute. He about to catch his girl cheating and the white knight comes in. Why did he interrupt? I'm really concerned now. What was he interrupting? Obviously, he didn't know, or he might be the other ninja. He might be hitting on the side. Simp wolf whistle. He got, she got saved by the simp. By the beer gut friend zone ass simp. I'll be respectful to each other. Amy, that, that's the question. Why she even reply back? You hate me? I do hate you. Why did he bail her out? I'm really surprised at that. But why? Why do you hate me? This is what you did. You hate, we should hate your behavior. He came out of nowhere, too. See, here's the thing with Carly Russell. Carly Russell's the, the same thing. Simp Enforcer comes in there, um, and um, now Carly Russell gets let off the hook. Oh, leave her alone. No, don't leave her alone. Let her get caught. He on the phone. Oh, yeah. man. Terrible. Who the fuck is that? I have no, I literally don't know. Yeah, right. What do you mean you don't know? I mean, the motherfucker's on your Snapchat. I know, but motherfucker want to get his ass beat. So Apple came out with a new like update where you can check recently deleted. Hey man, hey, you guys got to you guys gotta let women get exposed. But men will always stop them from getting exposed. Recently deleted her eyes. Look at her face. Boy, that is the face of guilt. Guys, if you wanna I, I think I actually told you this before. If you wanted to know the state of your relationship, you can get her phone right now and most relationships will be ended. It will be gone. Yes, most of these marriages will be gone. Get her phone. Now, I'm going to tell you, I wouldn't suggest doing it if you want to stay together. And you also got to give up your phone too. So that's going to end up a lot of marriages as well. As soon as she says, let me see yours, it's a wrap. But y'all would be done. And it's not because she's cheating. It's not because she's cheating all the time. Sometimes she's telling all her friends and family that you are no good piece of shit, but that's... Mm. All right, she talking cash shit about you to all of her sisters and cousins and brothers and her mother. Right, she talking the most noise. And uh, yeah, you, your, your feelings would be hurt. You'll be like, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Is this how you feel about me? Is this how you really feel? Well, I was just saying that. All right, Simp Enforcer ass ninja. Oh, I forgot. I forgot. I got to get to the Simp Enforcer. Um, I'm quite surprised. Where did he come from? Dumbass, Ron. Look, recently deleted. Look. You can recover that. Oh. Stop. Stop. No. What, what do you mean? What do you mean? No. Because no, these are no. What do you mean? No. no. What do you mean? No. No, that was two days ago. There he is right there. He just bust up in the room. He came out of nowhere. How did he come out of nowhere like that? This ninja came in with his cape on. Yo. No. I told you. Damn, the dude, the black dude jumped out of his socks. <laughs> right at this ninja. He the bully. Oh, stop. No. What is this? Turn it off. Turn what off? Let's see. Who, who has the phone? I, mean, I got their permission. I got no, the permission. Stop. Oh, oh she got the phone. So it's mm. over. It's over. Simp Enforcer came and ruined it. And uh, ABL says the Simp Enforcer is in the phone probably if he's the bully. If he's the bully. 
All right, we got two more straggle and sniggles. Uh, let me see. One, two. Yes, two more. Uh, remember when I was telling you about married life? I said, remember when I told you? I was like, um, um, go up to your wife and grab her butt cheeks. Go up to your wife and grab her cheeks. Just slap her on the ass and grab her ass. Run up behind her like in the kitchen. She cutting something and just grab her titties from behind. I bet you most married men won't do it because they gumps. You, when, I, when I told people to do it, they were like, nah, coach, I can't do it. Well, check this out. This is a, uh, what you thought married life would be and what married life actually is. All right, and uh, for people who think I was crazy on this one, check it out. Here we go. This is a skit. This is a skit, but check it out right here. Okay, she almost cut her booty there. All right, so she almost cut her booty. So um, that's what, what you thought married life would be like and what marriage is actually like. Here we go. She said, I'm not in the mood for this. Uh, you, This is not your body. You don't own me. Guys, you're going to. Believe it or not, you're going to hear that in your marriage. It's going to blow you away. So uh, this is the idea. Of course, you have one person here in the comment section. And you know what? I can't see a picture of them. Married for 17 years, four kids under 13. We get it on five to, five to six times a week, sometimes twice a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> All right. It says right here, wife called me a loser for keeping count. Okay, okay. There's always one of those. When you bring that up, not me. And then you get a picture of them and they both look like walruses. <laughs> they both look like, how do you slap those bellies together five or six times? And I'm sure his little Johnson is like looking like a, a cocktail weenie. All right, please tell me he ain't stroking a goddamn thing. All right, but anyway. <laughs> All right, pause. But uh, let's play the whole thing in its entirety. Yeah, that is, the, that is the face right there of most married men in America. By the way, most married men don't even attempt to do this. They already know they're not getting any. They no, already know they're not getting any, but there you go right there. And, uh, of course, they acted it out so perfectly, so I appreciate them. But there you go, guys. This is marriage for 95% of people right there. Stop, I'm bloated. I'm on my period. I'm mad. You didn't read my mind, all right? You never know what they on. You never know what type of shit they on. Last one. This is a woman that says, uh, she says something controversial here. I can't quite remember it. She's basically comparing something to grape. All right, let's go ahead and let her speak her piece. That women, it's the way God made us. We are to be kept. And I'm not saying that we women need to be gold diggers and loud, but um, having sex with a woman and not giving them money or helping them is called rape. I don't care what you say. Okay? Mm. And bottom line, it's rape. Now, you want to run up in here, you want to get this, You, I can't get a douche thing out of you or nothing, and you talking about my mind and all this, 
dang all of that. Laws need to be changed with marriage. Yes, they do. Because if a man, like John said, if a woman marry him, she coming into something. In a situation like that and it don't work out, um, a woman shouldn't be able to take on what everything he has worked for and any other man. Oh, Watch. Man, almighty. All right, imagine being married to that. Imagine that's your options in life. Jesus, I will work very hard. So that is not my options. That raspy ass voice, like she'd been sucking down Newports all her life. And uh, the men obviously found it very funny. But she's saying if a woman doesn't get any compensation for intimacy, it's grape. Wow. The ship is sinking, guys. We're, be, we're leaving. We're coming. We're far, far away from where we need to be. And the further we go with these podcasts and informations here, all right, and everybody got a podcast and can speak their voice, and we just don't have a normal way to operate, we're going further and further. We're straying further and further away from society. Do me a favor. Hit the like button in here, and I'm going to get to these super chats. Before we do that, let's go ahead and hit you with the social media right here. Young nigga got a fetish for success If I ain't next and I just leave him pressure Next to rain, all they window pane Puffy plain Jane, let him second guess me Wanna cop the Porsche with the Porsche in the skin Whip the wheels at the Hold on. We're here. <laughs> All right. Don't don't mind what I said there. It's a habit. I was talking about stretching out a freshman at the university, and you should have heard this story. You should have heard the story I was telling you. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> te- you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> All right. You missed the story, boy. I was getting in. I was hitting that bottom. <laughs> oh man, I was actually telling a great story, but you missed it, man. Boy, I was talking about. Can you hear it now? I was telling her about. I was folding her up like a love letter from the second grade. Uh, yeah, man, dirty old man style. <laughs> now let's get on with the show. So Tolu says, uh, "Coach, you missed a shout out. Shout me out on the first stream. Keep inching higher. I thought I got you." I thought I got you. H. Carpenter says, Carly just admitted to lying, coach. Just saw it on the news. Shaking my head. And we got that coming up here in a minute. All right, I got so much going on on this screen. It's unbelievable. All right, it's unbelievable how much I got going on here. I'm a one-man show. Okay, let's see what we got over on the Cash app and the Venmo and the PayPal. Shout out to JP. Thanks for all that you do. Could you possibly do a video? on how a young man's relationship with his mother should change as he matures as a man. And also how would men and how men should behave around other men and in their tribes with like-minded men. So that's a good one. I think that's uh, a good take that many people won't agree with me, but it is what it is. 
um, in relationship to your mother and depends if you're an only child, if um, you, she's a single mother, she's married. I might have to do that for sure. Did I get Sam? Sam, Sam. I did get Sam. Hold on for a second. Sam, I am. Let's go to the Cash App. Let's go to the Cash App. Shout out to, I can't pronounce this, Hythium. He says, should a man use the, oh, wait a minute. That's from earlier today. That's okay. Wait a minute. I was like, wait a minute. He's asking, should a man use the JUCO to lose his V card? All right. Yeah. I would probably say honor and cherish your V card. You know what I mean? You ain't missing nothing out here. I know you like coach, man. I got to get it in. The first like 20 times you have anything, it ain't going to be nothing anyway. I mean, it'll be something to you, but. You ever, you ever, listen, that's, I'm going too much here. Shout out to Tyree, head coach. Here's a video for a future live stream of a Canadian woman who was renting a room in the house of a Pakistani family. She had a mental breakdown with the family when the family was away on vacation, rammed her car into the garage, set the whole damn house on fire, bringing chaos to a nice, peaceful, peaceful neighborhood. Everything was caught on video. Wow. Okay. All right. Okay. Canadian woman losing her mind. Um, yeah, man, people are losing their marbles out here today, man. People are really bugging. People are really bugging out. But people always have been bugging out, to be honest with you. Okay. I don't know. what. Oh, it says Karen destroys house in less than 10 minutes. Canada, too, man. Canada. Canada special. All right. We do have some virgins in the house, by the way. Um, I think we did a poll one time, and it, it, it amounted to like 33%. It was like right at 30% of men that never had no punani. All right. But uh, that's right on par with society. So anyway, but I bet you there's no virgin women watching me. Where's Mira? There's no female virgins watching me. Where are they at? Miles Chumley says, coach, I'm willing to wager that most relationship and marriages today would end if either partner or spouse Went through each other's phone. The phone is like opening Pandora's box. It's like Drake said. You're going to be upset if you keep scrolling to the left, dog. It's an evil world we live in. It is, guys, man. Listen, man. It's an evil world we live in. My philosophy on phones is this. Now, listen. Remember, I'm non-emotionally attached to women. So I have a different philosophy. The phones, like, I don't bug them about what they're doing. As long as they don't bug me about what I'm doing. If they have a sense of jealousy and like, am I the only one and asking and where is this going? Then I get rid of them. I get rid of them because I cannot tolerate a woman like that. It's very, very low grade, low frequency behavior. You already know what it is. And I'm not changing my mind. I already told you what it was before. But of course, I keep hitting that bottom and you keep getting confused. (laughs) Right? I keep hitting that bottom and you're like, well, it looks like you love me. It feels like you love me. It seems like you're ready. It seems like you're ready. So you keep hitting that bottom and then you confuse them by saying, I told you. (laughs) They don't work like that. So they're having to kind of rationalize. I'm like, just stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Now, if I was in an emotional relationship, if I was in an emotional relationship, like there's some men here that are in marriages, relationship, you hope to have your girl. I need a girl who's mine, all mine. I need a girl in my life. 
You know, you ninjas. I need a girl ninjas. I want a girl who's mine, all mine. I need a girl in my life. Yeah, you ninjas. Now, here's what I would tell you. (laughs) If she's funny acting with her phone, get rid of her. If she's funny acting around her phone and you're in love with her and you're like, let me see your phone. You're doing one of these. What was that baseball player? What's the baseball player where his girl, it wasn't Mike Trout. Was it Mike Trout? Maybe it was another baseball player. He a Mike Trout looking ninja. Let me see if it was Mike Trout. (laughs) Mike Trout girlfriend baseball game. Maybe it wasn't Mike Trout. Who was it? Let me see who was it. It was it was another baseball player, kind of Mike Trout looking, looking ninja. Anyway, I can't remember, but it's a funny meme where she's sitting in the back looking over him. She looking over his phone. I'm like, man, look, I ain't gonna be putting up with that shit. I'm not gonna be putting up with that looking over my phone insecure bullshit. Uh, shout out to Mike Trout. We he coached gang by the way. He coached gang. Bumped into Mike Trout one day, and he was like, "What's up, coach?" He didn't say that, but. I said, what's up to Mike Trout? <laughs> and I took a picture. I was like, what's up, man? And the funny thing was, I had an Angels hat on because I was at the Angels game the previous night. And um, I was chilling uh, at Starbucks, and somebody recognized me from YouTube. This is in the early YouTube days. Somebody recognized me from YouTube, and then I recognized Mike Trout. <laughs> it was crazy. Not Trevor Bauer. Yeah, I met Mike Trout. Mike Trout. I got receipts too. Ninjas be like, nah, you didn't. All right. <laughs> but uh, who was the guy? Let me see. I don't know if you guys knew the guy, but uh, C.D. Lamb. Yeah, he's another guy. Let me see here. I'm trying to think of who the guy was. But anyway, it's a funny meme of, um, of the girlfriend. They're at a baseball game. So I think it might be a football player, actually. So he, he she, she just looking over his phone. I hate that. I hate that. Girl, don't look over my phone. Don't look over my phone. You're going to get your ass replaced up in this mother sucker looking up over my phone. I should have saved the damn picture. Let me see here. Shout out to, let me see if I can pull it up. All right, I can't pull it up. There ain't no way in hell I'm going to find this picture. It's way, it's way down in the ghetto deep. All right, I'm close. Oh no, there ain't no way. There ain't no way. All right, it's like, in 2018. Oh, I found the meme. Holy shit. I found the meme in the phone. Okay, so here, look. There's the meme. That, that's crazy. There's the meme that I was just talking about. So it's a video. Who is this? This is J.J. Watt. So Mike Trout, J.J. Watt, same thing. So let me see. I cannot believe I just scrolled on the meme. And this shit is like years ago. So here's the meme. You can't barely see it. But the, he's on his phone and the girl's side-eyeing him on the... (laughs) I can't believe I scrolled up on that meme like that. That is nuts. That is some happenstance right there. So anyway, it was meant to be for me to go looking for this picture. So uh, anyway, there's the meme. It's J.J. Watt. So if you look it up on the internet, J.J. Watt uh, is on his phone at the baseball game and the girl just looking up over his phone. If you're doing that to your girl, break up with your girl. Please do. Save yourself, spare yourself, spare yourselves, guys. All right, J.J. Watt, 
and Mike Trout, same thing. I do have a picture with him, but uh, there ain't no way in hell I'm gonna find the damn thing. Uh, let's see. Anyway, that's gonna be that's gonna be the whole show. That's gonna be the whole show. But the funny thing is, I was wearing an Angels hat because I was at the game the previous night and just happened to bump into him. Anyway, all right. He's coach gang. He said, "What's up?" Anyway, thought I was close. Nope. I'll find it. Uh, anyway, is JJ retired? All right, shout out to JJ Watt. All right, what are we doing here? I'm still doing super chats, just bullshitting about people who don't matter in the show. Shout out to DJ says your setup is shining perpetually upon you, coach. Shout out to my setup. All right. Shout out to my setup. And King Solomon GA says, why do you think there's still so many hope strategists in this space? And also the Juco reminds me of rent a girlfriend. Since you mentioned emotional relationships, just want better understanding of why there's so many hope strategists. Well, I think the reason why, I think the reason why there's so many hope strategists is because many men haven't had decent relationships, right? You, they, you haven't had one. So now all of a sudden, like you're, you're, that thirst is there. That thirst, that needing, longing for cuddling. I get it. Listen, I'm long gone from that. So for me, it's not a need anymore. For you guys, it's an extreme need. For me, not so much because I've been there, done that. And there's no guarantees with that type of behavior, right? There's no guarantees. So you want that. You want to experience it. And you want to experience it even if your previous relationships mess up. And that's where you get stuck. But you keep doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. So the definition of insanity is you do the same thing over and over and you expect a different result. And what you'll do is you'll find yourself Keep banging your head to make that happen. And some dudes haven't got started yet. So they're hoping, and I have to be honest with you, there's a lot of people in decent relationships out here. We got to be honest. There's a lot of people in decent relationships. So they're doing just fine. On the other hand, you, most people can't even get out of the blocks. So shout out to the Purple Pillars out here. Um, I don't mean to make fun of you and demean you and belittle you, but it is what it is. Uh, once you experience a couple of those and you'll experience the heartbreak, by the way, relationships are supposed to end. They're supposed to end. They're not eternal. Not, they all end. And you just have to adjust. All right. I'm still trying to actually actively look. All right. As if I'm, I'm going to find it midstream. But it's okay, guys. It's okay. Let's see if I can, let's see if I can stumble upon it. I'm actually close to the, I'm close to the timeline. All right, there we go. Nope. And if, if Mike Trot is watching this, shout out to him. He's married, by the way, too. So he said he was coach game. Nah, there's no way in hell. Oh, I found it. I found it. So here's Mike Trout. You, who believes me? Who believes me? Some people don't care. Who cares? <laughs> All right, who believes me? All right, here we go right here. Mike Trout. Introducing Mike Trout, member of the coach gang with CGA. Oh, you can barely see the damn thing. All right, let me see if I can scroll in. But that's that's your boy Mike Trout with your boy CGA with the Angels hat on. And yes, he's tall. All right, let me see if I can get it. Oh boy, you really can't see it. It looks messed up. It looks messed up. 
So anyway, there he is right there, bruh. And uh, when I bumped it to him, he was a cool guy. He was a cool guy. Somebody said, I believe you. I believe you. Can you see it? I know it did look funny. It did look kind of funny. But um, he's a cool guy. He was a cool guy. When I saw him, I was like, hey. I was like, yo, what's up, bro? I was like, hey, man, come over here and take a picture. He walked over to me. He was, he was super cool, nice. He came in, took the picture, dapped him up, walked off. He doesn't look tall. He was, he was like a big moose. <laughs> All right. He was a big old moose. Let me see here. I got I to gotta get the, for some reason, my screen on my camera there is not very good. I don't know what's going on there. I don't know what's going on. There you go. All right. Yeah. We'll, we'll drop it in. We'll drop it in. We'll do it live. <laughs> we'll do it live. Let me see if I can drop it in for you on the source so I can source it for you. Just, just bullshitting. Just bullshitting, guys. Listen, I, I grew up around famous folk. I grew up around famous folk right here. Let me see here. So, you know, when you live in Southern California, shit like that happens all the time. All the time. Where did that? Oh, nope. Oh, there it is right there. Okay, here we go. So I'll drop it on the screen. I'll drop it on the screen right there. All right, I'll, I'll drop it on the screen just so you can see. It's like the Loch Ness Monster there. All right, there he is, Mike Trout and CGA. What do you think? True? That him? I think that's him. Mike Trout and CGA. AI Mike Trout. Shout out to Mike Trout. He coached game. Shout out to the California Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim in the building. All right, so anyway. Just so you can see it right there. That's your boy. All right. Um, I do have a picture with Kobe as well, but he don't let you get close to him. All right. What are we doing here? We're just bullshitting. That was a great question, by the way. Why do you think host strategists are in this space? Yeah. And by the way, when you're under 30, when you're under 30, I would tell you, you know what I mean? Like, don't, don't really just, because I, I think guys that are over 30 already know. When guys are under 30, you're still trying to, Feel, feel around and all of that stuff. So just be careful out there. Protect your heart. Protect your interests. And you see what modern women are turning into, so protect yourself out here. Guys, just because you have a girlfriend does not mean anything. Shit can go left real fast. Real fast. All right, what are we doing here? Great question. Uh, this is Dwayne Dustin Rhodes. He says, Check out Bahrain King. I saw that the King's bodyguard. That was crazy. All right, so we we're talking about robots. I, was that a robot? Bahrain's King's bodyguard. Yeah, that's crazy. I need that bodyguard. Cody Draper. He says men should not have to pay alimony and support ex-wives after divorce raping. I agree. I agree with that, and I'm sure many feminists agree as well. And Grin says, good evening. He says, when I try to join Discord, it says invite invalid. I tried to join from locals also, so I don't know what's going over there on Discord. I got to check out what's going on. Genetic Freak says, stop lying, coach. That's Tay Diggs and Mike Trout. Shout out to him. Oh, man, I tried. I tried. I tried to finesse you guys, and it didn't work. All right, so what are we doing here? We get to Carly Russell. We're going to get the Carly Russell's crazy ass over here. And uh, before me to do that, I got to put up my banner. And the banner is going to come down with Carly Russell going up. Carly Russell's ex speaks. Now, let's talk about Carly Russell 
the kidnapping, her alleged kidnapping, she just admitted that there was no kidnapping. I mean, this tell me something I didn't know. Tell me something I didn't know. But we got our famous people from our um, um, Hoover Police Department are suffering succotash themselves. They're going to tell us what Carly Russell did, and they're going to issue a statement from her attorney. The coward Carly Russell could not bring her face to the public. She had to use a typewritten AI response from her attorney. Despicable. Absolutely disgraceful. Absolutely disgraceful. So let's hear it. Uh, let's see. We're here today to provide an update in the Carly Russell investigation. Chief Nick Durzis will read a prepared statement a prepared that statement. will provide an update in this case. Okay. After reading the statement, we will have time for a few questions related to the case. Yep. Keep in mind, this is still an ongoing investigation, and there are some questions we simply cannot answer at this point. <laughs> With that, I'll turn it over to Chief Durzis. There's some questions we can't answer. What they need to answer is, uh, are they going to arrest her? It's an ongoing investigation, so I'm assuming they're not. But if she gets away with this with no punishment, I've lost all faith in women being held accountable. All faith. Here we go. Oh, he got Good afternoon. He got the powder blue on today. His suits be on point, right? He got a you know he he's spending a little bit of money down there in Alabama on his suits. Thanks to everyone for attending again today. I want to thank the members of our department and all of law enforcement who played a role in the investigation of this case. Last Wednesday, July 19th, we held a press conference and provided you with the facts of the Carly Russell disappearance. We told you the investigation was ongoing. We helped you determine where Carly was within the 49 hours of her disappearance. Today, I've talked to and received a statement from Mr. Emery Anthony, attorney for Carly Russell. All right. Mr. Anthony has scheduled a meeting for Cardi to meet with investigators early this afternoon. Oh. But then I received an email stating Uh-oh. that a statement was being provided by him on her behalf. Okay, so did you hear that? I know you heard that. They were going to meet with Carly at the police station. They backed out. And the attorney said, we'll just give you this statement, and you run it, and you read it. Oh. Why are they handling her with kid gloves? What is she saying over there? I'm gonna put a I'm gonna put a razor blade to my wrist. Okay. <laughs> Listen, I'm not saying that you should do it, but we need to get you in here. Why are they treating her with kid gloves? Let's charge this woman, charge her ass, and throw her in jail. Prosecute her to the full extent of the law. Throw her ass in jail. Lock the key, and charge her ass for all of these resources that she wasted and take that $64,000 she got um, away from her. All right, here we go right here. Do not give her access to those funds. Mr. Anthony asked that I read the statement in its entirety, which I will do now. Here's this. My client has given me permission to make the following statement on her behalf. There was no kidnapping on Thursday, July 13th. What a shock. 2023. Surprising. My client did not see a baby on the side of the road. I mean, anybody could see that. Stevie Wonder could see that. Jamie Foxx could see that. Ray Charles could see that. All right. My client did not leave the Hoover area when she was identified as a missing person. My client did not have any help in this incident, but this was a single act done by herself. My client was not with anyone or any hotel with anyone during the time she was missing. My client apologizes for her actions to this community. The volunteers who were searching for her, to the Hoover Police Department, and other agencies as well. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, it's just a little white lie. Oh, I'm just selling wolf tickets. It's okay. It's just a little, it's just a widow white lie. I'm sorry. All right. Throw her ass in jail. As to her friends and family, we ask for your prayers for Carly as she addresses her issues her and attempts issues. to move forward, understanding that she made a mistake in this matter. Carly, again, ask for your forgiveness and prayers. Nope. No forgiveness. Nope. No forgiveness. No. And no prayers either. I mean, you're all prayed out. A lot of people prayed for that woman to come back. And all of a sudden, she was out there doing the stanky leg, eating Cheez-Its in her hotel room, dropping her, dropping it like it's hot. So I, I'm, just, I'm just shocked that people are willing to give her a pass on this one. I've seen social media commentary. Let's just let bygones be bygones. Let's let her give a pass. Let's put this behind us. No, there's a lot of victims. There's a lot of people who are true victims. There's a lot of people who have been victims in the past who weren't believed. There's a lot of people who um, who definitely deserve to have her come out and face this music. Who She embarrassed a specific group of black women who put their faith in her story. They rode and died with her on this story. And black men were calling this out, mostly black men were calling this out as bullshit. Of course, they just want us to sweep it up under the rug. I think she should at least address it in the public, but of course, she's probably going to be able to write a book about this and have a social media following more than likely getting arrested and paying a fine. All right, let's see what else do they have to offer. I mean, that was just a simple statement. Not a surprise. We have a meeting scheduled with Mr. Anthony okay. to further discuss this case. We're currently in discussions with the Jefferson County District Attorney's Office in Bessemer okay. about possible criminal charges related to this case. Good. And we will announce those charges when and if they are filed. When and if. Okay, he said when and if. I thought he was uh, being very assertive there, but he backed on out of it. He's going to try to get the county sheriff on it, the sheriff. Get that lazy uppity nigger. We're going to charge her tar and feather her right in front of the courthouse. All right, and we're going to get a country singer to come out here and say, not in a small town, lazy nigra. She has some nerve to come out here and think she can come out here and, 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 and bamboozle us. I say, that nigra need to be going down in a small town. Mm. <laughs> All right, what's my brother Dave? When and if. All right, let's get her here. All right, with that, we'll take a few questions. As Officer Hale said, when I call on you, please state your name and your affiliation. Yes, sir. All right. We don't need to know more about this, um, but we do have the ex-boyfriend. So here's the ex-boyfriend in relation to this case right here. Let this banner uh, continue to go in there. But here it is right here. Carly Russell's boo claps back against Internet trolls. Internet trolls, you say. Wrong. Mm. Wrong. This is. Wait a minute. This is not internet trolls, (laughs) okay? She got people wrapped up into this story, and it got out of control like a wildfire spread. So the people who are providing commentary and or pissed off or irate and beside themselves about this woman doing this, they deserve to be able to say what they want to say, freedom of speech. But, of course, Kylie Russell's um, man is going to use all of the excuses to get people to back off. And I'm going to just go ahead and read it here. His name is Tomar Latrell Simmons. <laughs> All right, Latrell. And it says right here, he wants trolls to stop harassing his partner 
over allegations she lied about an abduction. All right, and I know it's partially on the screen here, but I ain't adjusting it midstream. The internet is still dragging Carly Russell over a bizarre chain of being abducted, claim of being abducted, after calling 911 to report a missing toddler. And uh, her, her parents initially spoke to NBC today, asking for the trolls to leave her daughter, daughter alone. Nope. No. No. Now her boyfriend, I thought they were exes. Now their boyfriend and girlfriend again has something to say to the cyber bullies. Okay, what do you have to say to Marla Trail? He says, the only thing I can say is, I want everyone to stop bullying her. This is not bullying. Yes, partner. You got partner. You new ninjas or something wrong with y'all. You new ninjas or something wrong with y'all. Um, but um, this is not bullying her. This is treating her, and this is shaming her publicly. She needs to be shamed. She needs to be shamed. This is not bullying. You guys don't know what bullying is. He says, I know what it seems like, what she did. And it says right here, just stop bullying her on social media. Nope. <laughs> said bullying. Okay. All right, everybody knows what happened there. Uh, but uh, here you go right there, Russell social media. She's not the only one being trolled. Simmons's Instagram comments have been shut off after thousands of people flooded his comment to drag him about Russell's alleged lie. Well, it's a confirmed lie now. The picture he posted the day Russell returned home was a long message attached thanking God and condemning the allegations that he kidnapped her and has since been deleted. He says that along with a series of post-breakup tweets from Russell's Twitter has led people to believe her disappearance was calculated scheme to get back at Lamar. And of course it was. Here's one of the tweets. Here's one of the tweets. Ninjas will risk everything for a hoe, stripper, etc. Pitiful. This is June 17th. So this is one of her tweets. Of course, she's, you know, taking the court of public opinion. All right. Not many people were engaged in it. Simmons has not publicly uh, said not. Wait, Simmons has not said publicly that the two have broken up in regards to the alleged abduction. The Hoover Police Department said there is no abductor at large or current threat to public safety that they know. But leave it up to this guy. This is your chance, sir. This is your chance to tell how crazy this woman was. Obviously, to concoct this story, steal $160, come up with this harebrained scheme, um, this whole wild scheme, go in a hotel room, book the room, eat Cheez-Its. I mean, this whole harebrained scheme was an opportunity for you to teach men about how crazy these women can be. But you didn't do it, and you came in with your cape. Now, all of a sudden... He also says his mental health. Let me see if for some reason this was not in the article. Uh, let's see here. Let me see if I can find it. Because he did bring up the quote-unquote mental health. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Uh, what's his goofy-ass name? <laughs> what's his goofy-ass name? Uh, let's see. Where's the mental health one right here? Um, okay, we do have a picture of him here. Where's the mental health statement? All right, they're going through the whole damn thing. All right, hold on for a second. Is this it? No, that's the wig. Her mind bad. That's all that is. Oh, they, for some reason, my articles aren't pulling up the mental health thing. But uh, he definitely used it. Oh, there it is. There it is right here. All right, so let me pop it back up on the screen here. 
So here it is right here. So let me show you. It says right here, think about her mental health. She doesn't deserve that. She doesn't. Nobody deserves to be cyberbullied. There it is right there. <laughs> the mental health. Now, her mental health definitely has probably been very taxing. But this is, you know, this is one of the things that they throw up as a shield so you can stop. Oh, she's going to hurt. Well, listen, man, look. People have always been down bad like this. I don't think throwing this up would be fair to the public when she's made a fool and a mockery of the people. So saying now that I need to think about her mental health, what about the people who prayed? What about the women who, uh, you know, uh, was was saying that, hey, this happened to me or somebody I knew and that story uh, never got out. We're, we're hoping that this can be used to raise awareness for black women coming up missing and people still stealing their organs. My question is, my question is, who would want to kidnap a sister? That's my question. But apparently they'd be going missing. I wouldn't want to kid. That's the last person I'm kidnapping. All right, but uh, anyway, I'm just, these are just jokes. I'm not the type to be. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> like all the people you're going to kidnap, you're going to kidnap them. You're going to kidnap Carly Russell. I mean, you really just. You really just scraping the bottom of the barrel, aren't you? Mental health. Her mental health was already whack before the internet trolls got at her. And these aren't internet trolls. Anyway. We're on. All right. We're on to the next part of the show here. Let's leave Carly Russell alone before they come after me. This should be quick. Singer Monica helps a fan. Apparently, there's a female fan at Monica. If you don't know who Monica is. She probably is probably well known to the mainstream as the singer who sung with Brandy, The Boy Is Mine, about two straggle daggles fighting over a boy that both, uh, that they are both sharing and they're both aware of each other. Yes, this is normal. Women are like, I would never do that. Yes, you will. Mm. All right, shut up. I would never let anybody, I would never. Yes, you will. And you are already, so shut up. I would never share a man. You're already sharing a man. And you know good and damn well you are. I done already told y'all ass. It ain't that many good men to go around. 80-20 rule. If you find a good man, you're sharing him. Let's get back on with the show. The boy is man. The boy is mine. Anyway, uh, what are we doing here? Let's go ahead and bring up the, let's go to the scene of the crime and show you the misandry masa- the related to this, of course. Female owned group preference. At it again. There's Monica on stage performing to a capacity crowd overflow. And uh, they look very hyped to see this performance. All right. So let me see here. There's Monica right there. Don't you hit up like that. Listen, listen. Don't you hit up like that. Listen, listen. Listen, if y'all don't get that nigga up out of here, we'll even fucking play. Yeah, you ain't gonna leave it like that. Did you out your fucking mind? Say if you didn't know, Monica's a straight ghetto. She a ghetto gobstopper. All right, I don't even know what to call her. She ghetto. All right, and so she looks kind of, you know, especially when she was younger. She was one of the first singers to lie about her age. She was like 40, and they were like, she's 15. I was like, nope. She not 15. <laughs> they always bring out a new 15-year-old girl. Take a look. 15 and 16. Here she is. 
and they were like, you're 22, but let's say you're 16. She was already older. <laughs> anyway, she mad get him. All right, you're going to see her in a minute here. So uh, cover your eyes, cover your ears if you have sensitive ears. She's going to start. She's kind of like Whitney Houston part, part do. She went into the crowd. All right, we're going to show you there's another angle on this. This woman, the singer, jumped off stage and went into the crowd. This is very risky. But, you know, you could have a stalker out there waiting for you to jump down. Security's going to follow her, but let's see. Ninjas can't go nowhere without bullshit going down. Have you noticed this? White folks do it too, though, too. But ninjas always doing some, like, here's the thing, man. Like, you're Monica. Why do we always have to go back and revert to ninja shit? Like, you up here, like, you know what I mean? I would be up there like, crown me, I'm the king. You know what I mean? Like, handle my light work. Summons you, I will summons you, summons you. Take care of my light work right there. That's my wet work. You know what I mean? Like, take care. Like, I would go up there, I would be pure royalty. I would be walking around with my cape. Aha, there seems to be people off with his head. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but no, she got to take off her heels all extra, take her earrings out, take her hair weave out. Ninjas be doing classless shit. All right, come on, man. We need to be better than this. So you got a legendary singer. I think she's been in the industry for some 30 years. At least she's been out since the mid 90s. Now she's running out in the stage here. Come on, man. We got to do better as a people. Here we go. All right, and so she tied to these sucker-ass ninjas. Now, when I saw this clip, I wish I would have talked about it before the second view came out. I immediately said, I was like, I guarantee you the guy was defending himself. That's what I said. I was like, I guarantee you the man was defending himself. The odds of a guy at a concert like this hitting a woman and it not being in self-defense is going to be low. And of course, there's a separate angle. All right, there's another angle. So let's take you to it right here. Wait a minute. There's the video right there. So this is the angle of the alleged incident. Apparently, they're arguing over something, and they're tussling and tangled up. And of course, you got a big old giant and a shorter black male. He got his forearm all on her saggy, waggy-ass titties, all right? He copping the field. Something's going on here. I can't not determine it. But we're going to watch the video and see who hit who first. All right. Uh, there it is right there. He looked like a content creator, I know, don't he? He looked like a content creator, I know. All right. Um, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm joking. Maybe I'm tripping. He does look like a content creator, I've been. I can't really put my finger on it, though. All right, but here we go. <laughs> 
Oh, there it is right there. All right. So I don't want to show a fight. You know what I mean? But look, watch this. They're tussling. They're tussling right there. Yeah, she a old strag. She a old straggle daggle. Hold on. Watch. <laughs> Boom. Right there. Now, there's Monica saying, no, 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 no. I'm going to rewind it again. Remember I told you, she saw this. Monica saw this woman clearly punch him. And then he missed. He swung and missed. Airball. He's still trying to grab Titty. Okay, we got the victim happening here. Now she's doing the victim. I'm doing it frame by frame. He literally missed. All right, he missed. So she was the she was the one who hit. Now, of course, I knew it. I was like, I bet you it was in self-defense. And we just proved it. So let's go ahead and run it again. This is when Monica jumps off the stage here right at this point. Here we go. Okay, you heard Monica. Don't you hit her like that. Did you you clearly miss the first punch? And the first punch is always the one that's missed. Look, they're holding each other. He lets that arm go. She says, let me go. I'm not gonna hit you. That's gonna be a lie. All right. Wham. She couldn't even wait. There it is. Let me go. Let me go. Let me go. I won't hit you. Soon as he let go, pow. Monica saw that. She clearly saw it because she reacted to it. Here we go. There it is right there. Uh-uh, no, don't hit her. <laughs> she said, don't you hit her like that. Bruh, I'm trying to figure out, ladies, what world are you in? Monica, what world are you in? You clearly were looking at it. You were reacting to it as it was happening. You saw her punch. And by the way, he airballed. He whiffed it. He whiffed his smack. And his hand was, his smack was open hand. See, there it is right there. Right coming across. And he alligator armed it. Or somebody blocked him. He alligator armed it. Look at this right here, boy. I mean, geez, Louise. Dante Pochette. All right, so anyway, look at this. I mean, this ninja, we need to get in shape, black men. We need to get in shape because these these black women out here are straight-up terrorists out here. They punching you like ninjas, and you slapping back like girls. Oh, my goodness, this is terrible. Monica, you wrong for that. You wrong for that. You saw her punch, and then you didn't keep her straight. So anyway, typical straggle-daggle type behavior out here. Supporting female own group preference. Do me a favor, hit the like button, and we're going to get into the main event. We're going to correct any super chats that we need. And um, do me a favor, like the video. Here we go. Many women say they are finding it very hard to find a man who makes as much as they do. But the country's declining marriage rate is due to the lack of financially eligible bachelors. Researchers say they are seeing a trend of women dating down, which what? means, you know, dating a man down. who, this <laughs> is just the reality of it. So women, you know, we're more educated now. We're gonna hold off on the baby making. We're gonna hold off until we get that great job, really career driven. Mm -hmm. And I don't think there's anything wrong with hoping that there's someone either on your level or higher than you. 
So before, right, it was okay when the man made more money to be the one to buy everything, to do, you know, treat you and all this other kind of stuff. And now that you make more money, you can't be that one because you're dating down. Dating down. I hate that. What is that? If there's a responsibility that comes with making more money, accept it. You wanted to make more money. Right. You know, are you gonna find many men out there that makes as much as you do? Actually, I can do bad by myself. Left to say. All right, time now, 5-11, let's go. All right, man, we back on the show. De-evolution. Get my books, Free Agent Lifestyle, De-evolution. The links are in the description box below. Kevin G says, where two or more ninjas are gathered, send it. <laughs> oh, no, man. Man, brothers, man, dang. We can't have a good time? We can have a good time. We can have a good time without acting foolish. No government name SD says, I'm watching Snowfall, and the mom, who was just a secretary, tells her kingpin son that she wants in on every business transaction moving forward. Normie TV is so funny. All right, she's strong-arming him. What is she going to do, snitch? All right, I haven't watched any of those shows, uh, but um, it's not that I don't want to. It's mostly because I can't. We got, uh, let's see here. Hey, Ricky Webster says, <laughs> Ricky Webster says, Coach, I have a coworker who was 47 years old, no kids, never married, and wants 57 years of marriage like her parents. Mm. He was so down about it that he, even thought about self-deletion, your take. My goodness, man. That's sad. First of all, let's do the math. He's 47. How is he going to get 57 years of marriage? He's not going to get that. So that's one problem he has. But yeah, there's some guys that are out here lost in the sauce. You know, women aren't just what they used to be. So you're, they're kind of just floundering, trying to figure themselves out. Their life doesn't have meaning without a woman. So I would say to him, unfortunately, he's, uh, I don't know where you live and you don't have to disclose where you live, but I find it odd that people who want that always leave it up to chance and don't do the, don't, they're not assertive to go have that woman, to have that woman find him or he go find her, right? As the Bible says, a man findeth a wife, right? Ninjas will sit in Jacksonville, Florida all their lives just waiting for the woman of their life to fall down in their lap in Jacksonville. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir. Right? <laughs> They're just waiting. But when I tell you that you're leaving it up to chance, that your soulmate, like if you were pursuing a soulmate, you would go above and beyond. You would look under rocks. You would travel from here to there, all right? You would travel to Timbuktu. You would go places. You would actually open up the uh, opportunities for it. But no, you're going to go to the lounge and the scene and the club and the bookstore and the music store right around your area, and you ain't, what are the chances? What are the chances? You're going to go on your dating app, all the single moms, the fat women. Guys, you're not even trying. If you really wanted it, you would go out and make sure you seek it out. Men in the past had to go travel the seven seas 
to go get the finest pieces punani out there. Climb mountains. Climb mountains. But Ninja sitting in Jacksonville just waiting. Mm. Ah, Jacksonville, this will be a great place. What is the population of Jacksonville? Pull this shit up. Let's pull this shit up. I mean, come on. Oh, it's close to a million. Close to a million. Technically, I mean, they're bigger than Miami. Jacksonville. All right. (laughs) Podunk Towns. Podunk Towns. You got to go out, man. Yeah, Eddie Murphy and um, what is the movie coming to America? He done left his whole kingdom. What's the kingdom called? I was just thinking about it the other day. It wasn't Wakanda. And he went to Queens to find his queen. But no, man, it's you guys are you guys aren't making any effort. But you're gonna self-delete because you don't have no woman. Oh man, it's crazy, man. She here in Jacksonville, though, coach. I know it. Anyway, shout out to Duval. Why do they call it Duval, by the way? Is it for Lil Duval? Did he get his name adapted to the city, or is that something else? I've always wondered. Zamunda. Zamunda, yes. I couldn't think of it. But uh, shout out to Lil Duval in Jacksonville. Guys, man, you got to move around this bitch. You got to move around. Sitting around here, sitting there, Tupelo, just, just waiting for the girl of your dreams. Give me a break. This is all bullshit. All bullshit. Like Pocahontas. What was the Pocahontas dude's name? This ninja went up and down the mountains, blazing trails, exploring the West, running up on every little Indian girl he could. He was offered the best pieces of Indian punani and peace leave he could come across, and he fell in love with the little Pocahontas. And he flew her out. He flew her ass out. He went over to England and flew her ass out, put her on the boat, ninja. All right, anyway. (laughs) Duval is Duval County. Okay. John Smith flew her ass out, put her ass on the boat, put her ass out there, man, took her ass to England. Ninja, you got to blaze a trail. Go find. If you want to go find your girl, go find her. Ninjas want to self-delete, sitting they fat ass down, eating pork rinds in Jacksonville. Talking about where's my girl? Where's my boo? Sweating and shit. You know these ninjas in uh, Jacksonville got their towels on their head. It's just sweating, just pouring down sweat. They sweat through every crack right anyway all right man absolutely terrible man where's my girl he probably overweight too i bear i guarantee you that man's overweight the co-worker ricky Rick, ricky webster is he is he overweight i guarantee you he's fat anyway shout out to duval county in jacksonville florida ray mckinney says we've seen women um uh um, uh, wait, emulate? Okay, he says, we've seen women emulate male traits such as weightlifting, tattoos, flaunting wealth, authority, also sports, kickboxing. He says, do they mistakenly assume what's attractive in men is also attractive in women? P.S. The milk dud is resp- I can't present. Oh, well, whatever that word is in 75-inch HD. Shout out to you, brothers. What is that word? Resplendent. Not sure what that is. My vocabulary. Uh, but yeah, uh, well, we, we call that projection. So 
women have an innate sense of wanting to copy men, right? There are little sisters, the little sister that could. They're like our, women are like our annoying sister, you know what I mean, for most men, like 50% of us. Um, and they're kind of like, we can do what you can do. And you're like, oh, boy. Oh, really, I can. I can do it. All right. You're going to go ride bikes. I always tell you about riding your bikes with your friends. Summertime, you're like 12, 13 years old. You got your big bike. She got her bike, barely got the training wheels off the damn thing. You jump on your bike, your friend coming over. Hey, man, let's go for a ride. All right, yeah, okay, cool. Hey, mom, I'm going out for a ride. You jump on your bike. Your sister, hey, wait, wait for me. Stay back here. You can't come with us. You're seven years old. We're all 12 and 13. <laughs> right? No, no, no. Stay at home. She starts crying. Mama! Tattletelling on you and shit. Go on and take little Tata Alicia with you. Like, damn. Man, we gonna leave her behind. She can't keep up. She can do it. She's a big girl. Like, oh, shit. All right, damn. Put your helmet on. You gotta fix her little helmet. All right, she getting her little helmet on. You trying to get under the ear? Fix her little helmet. Mm. <laughs> and you're like, all right. Your friend's like, come on, man. Just ditch her. Nah, oh, man, that's my sis. I can't ditch her. So you go off running. All right, you got your bike. You riding your bike. You hitting the hill. You going up. <laughs> she back there. Wait, guys. Don't leave me. Wait. You're going too fast. You're trying too hard. You're like, mm. You ain't even broke a sweat yet. You ain't even bust a sweat. She out there. <laughs> I can keep up. I can do it. <laughs> oh, man. God dang, bro. You get to the spot. You hang in there. You didn't play marbles. You didn't ate pieces of bazooka gum. You know what I mean? You didn't trade a baseball card. She finally catch up. <laughs> she finally catch up. Oh, hey, what's going on here? What are you guys doing? Uh, something else. You get your bike. You take the hell off. <laughs> right? You start pedaling. Wait, guys. She got to get her bike. She got to put her helmet back on. She fumbling with her helmet. She trying to get her kickstand. <laughs> she trying to get her kickstand, sweep the leg. Y'all gone. <laughs> now, you know what's going to happen. You know what's going to happen because we don't have that sense of helping them. Like, you want to be one of us, you got to be one of us. But you know what's going to happen. Soon as she get her shit together, she trying to get on and try to catch up, she going to fall. Bam! Scrape her knee. <laughs> now, why is she crying? <laughs> you know she going to fall, scrape her knee. It's going to be a little ass paper cut with a little bit of blood. She going to freak out screaming, ah! <laughs> why is she crying why is she crying she's crying because her ego is hurt she couldn't keep up she's crying because she couldn't keep up so the fall is just a metaphor I already failed they're running laps and circles around me but I'm going to make it so that this fall changes their behavior so now they got to come back. They for surely aren't going to leave me here screaming and bleeding. Because you know, if you can't go back to your mom said, hey, where's Tata Alicia at? She out there screaming, I guess. I don't know. She done failed. 
they gonna get your ass kicked, right? You gonna get your they gonna the mom gonna get the belt. What? You left Tata Alicia out there crying? That's your sister. But the reason why she's crying is yeah, she's manipulating the system. She knows she couldn't keep up. Now, we know this, we've been there, we've done that. We understand this. However, there's a sense of men saving them from their own demise and failure to make them not look bad. Carly Russell is a prime example. Carly Russell, you can't make her look bad. So we got to protect her and make up scenarios and, oh, I can't get to the lawyer, the lawyer, oh, they were going to meet and we're going to press charges and bullying and mental health. So we got to protect her. Remember earlier where I showed you the phone, the guy was going to get the phone and expose his girlfriend. Simp enforcer comes in, nips that shit in the bud. Because we cannot make them look bad. We can't make them fail. There's a sense that we can't sweep the leg on women. Sweep the leg. <laughs> you know what I mean? You want, you want them to fail. You want them to hurt. You, want the, you, you need to have it so somehow they'll learn. One of the reasons they don't learn is quick. Oh, shit. All right. I'll ease up this time. We'll give you a pass. She done got 50, 11 passes already. She already got passes. Now she needs to learn. Thump. All right. So this is what we do. We do this and they never get to understand the true pain of fail. Even their success is somewhat average. Even when they tout their successes, they'll be like, I have a one bedroom apartment in the lower middle section of the town. I have a Nissan Altima, $800 payment, 96 months on 44% APR. I have a job and so forth and so on. Now, all of that shit she just said she had. If you said you had that, she would be unimpressed. She would be like, and it's still going to be surfing turf. It's still going to be take me out vacations and marriage and kids and house. If you had that, it would be average and mediocre. She would be unimpressed. But for some reason, we're supposed to be impressed that she's doing the bare minimum. <laughs> right? Look at me. I'm doing the bare minimum. Look. Now, if you tell them that, you're just degrading me. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm not trying to degrade you. Are we competing on the same field? Your shit is average. Somewhat below average, probably. But what they're doing is they're trying to say, look at me, I'm doing it too. I'm doing what you, you're doing. And if this ever seeps into your relationship, your household, your marriage, forget it. It's going to torpedo your marriage. We're competing against them with one hand tied behind our back. What we're doing to them we're competing with them with one hand tied behind their back. I mean, our back. Like, we literally, like, got a blindfold, one hand tied. We got shackles around our legs and ankles. <laughs> and they will win. Have you ever done this? Have you ever done this as well? You take a girl out on a date. You're like, let's play basketball. Let's bowling. Let's do bowling. Let's play mini golf. Now, of course, you don't want to crush her and seem like you're overly competitive. So you ease up just a little bit. You go ride, um, you go ride, uh, remote, like, uh, what do they call them? 
You go ride cars. Uh, what did they go? Not bumper cars. But um, anyway. Now, you ease up on her because you don't want to break her ego. You don't want to try too hard. Why are you going hard on me? I'm just a woman. So you go easy. You ease up on her. You let her get a couple of buckets. You let her knock down a couple of pins. You throw a couple of bowling balls in the gutter. Now, here's the problem. If, in fact, she beats you, she'll never let you forget it. Yeah, go-karts. 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 Yeah, go-karts is what I was thinking about. You were in go-karts. You done lapped her five times. But for some reason, when they stopped the go-kart track, (laughs) you ever tried this? You done lapped her five times. But for some reason, when the guy comes out, all right, rides over, he starts funneling you over here. She's like, look, I finished in first. And you're like, you're first of the last. And she's like, no, look, I'm right here in first place. Because they funneled her. They felt sorry. They was like, all right, let's bring her ass in right here. She's going to believe. I'm just telling you the psychology. She's going to believe she won. She was in first place. Despite the fact that you lapped her. She missed all that. She missed it. She she did not see you lapping her. <laughs> and she will go up there. I won. And you took it easy on her, all that. You're like, bro, like, where are you? Not only did you lap her, she was pulling up the rear like she was way back there. Like she wasn't even close. But she missed it. She's just like... <laughs> And she'll be up there, I did it, I'm the winner. And you're like, I let you win. No, you didn't, you tried hard. Well, if I tried hard, you wouldn't have won. But anyway, it's just their psychology. And this doesn't make them less than, it just makes it hard to deal with them when they have this view of the world. And it is their view. I cannot change it. I've been around women for a long time and you cannot change it. For some reason, they view the world differently and it is either intentionally that they view it this way or um, they're, they're messing with us, <laughs> right? They're playing the game on us. Why you want to play games on me? What do we got here? Doxy Trash says, hold that wannabe OBJ a spot on a 2023 simp of the year list. Talking about cyberbullying. Yeah, stopping it. He says she needs to be sentenced to picking up trash on that highway. For every July till death. Yes. Oh, my goodness. And where is that? Alabama? Oh, it's going to be hot out there. Going to be hot. Pug Dad says, I know the driver for Monica and Shannon back in L.A. He says they were trash and his worst clients never tipped and always loud and aggressive ninja-ish. Shout out to um, Shannon. uh, What's Shannon Brown? I don't know if they're still married, but uh, they were married back in the day. Shannon Byron played for the Lakers, played for the Lakers, and she was a singer out there. So apparently they're no good. Tolu is back in the building. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. Let's get on. I think we're ready for the main event. I think so. Let me just get, let me just clear, <laughs> let me just clear the deck. Craig Coleman says, Coach, they're closing Citibank branches across the United States. Well, New, 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 new world order. Uh, let the CBC begin. Let the CBC, CBDC. Let the CBDC begin. Let me see here. Because Citibank, if I'm not mistaken, was one of the banks that complied. All right, I don't see that, but you must have inside information. But Citigroup 
Profits dropped 36% on trading slump. That was a week ago. All right, so you might be on to something there. Inside information here with the Money Mindset Group and the Coach Gang. Where are we at here? All the things will be changing up. All right, all the things will be changing up. What do we got? Caitlin says, what's up, Coach? According to reports, Ariana Grande's ex-husband is having a hard time with their split and tried to make things work with her, even traveling to Europe to see her. Meanwhile, she's currently getting throttled by her co-star for her new movie. Women don't care about your struggles, man. That's true, too. That's true, too. And, of course, she left with a co-star. Very cliche. Last one. Let me see. We're second to last. What are we doing here? Okay, I do have one more. And then I'm, I re- I'm really going to get into the main event. <laughs> He's not my bank. Uh, Maryland guy says, Coach, you ain't lying. When the whole family went to St. Kitts, we rented four-wheelers, and we would have to constantly stop and wait for the women to catch up. Yeah, man, there's something about this. As long as the women can be honest, but their egos can't handle it. You know, it's kind of like, imagine... Ladies, I'm, I'm being honest. I'm not talking bad about you. I know people will say I'm talking bad about you, but this could be quite humbling. It's quite a humbling thing. Guys, I'm going to just let you, let's just think about this sensitively now. Sensitivity. Sensitivity training by CGA. Imagine, guys, you're a child. All your life, you want to grow up to be an adult because that gives you opportunities to do adult things. So as a young man, you grow up and you say, one day, I'm going to be able to open that door. One day, I'm going to be able to pick up that box. One day, I'm going to be able to move that table. One day, I'm going to be able to jump on top of the fence and climb over. One day, because you know, once you age and you have size, muscle mass, a little bit of upper body strength, lower body strength, the ability to jump, you're going to be doing that. But imagine, imagine that doesn't happen For them, like all their lives, they're going, one day I'm going to be able to pick up that box. And then the day comes and they can't do it. That's a humbling ass experience. One day I'm going to have natural reflexes and be able to dip, 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 dive, jump over something, hurdle it. All right, stutter step, pivot all while keeping my balance, ducking and dodging, falling on the ground, rolling, doing obstacle courses. One day I'm going to be able to do that. And then the day comes and they can't do it. One day I'm going to move that table from here. Hmm, I don't like that table here. I'm an adult. I'm going to move that table across the room. They can't do it. Just imagine like it's... It's very, it's a thing that would piss you off. We're just trying to make sure you guys know. It's a thing that could piss you off. It could be quite like frustrating. Like, but I'm an adult. I have an adult size. I have capabilities. I'm 20, 25, 30, 40, but I'm still limiting. I'm still limited. Like that's humbling. That will piss you the hell off. And then it will really piss you off. When this dude comes in the room, hey, can you move that table? And he takes his finger and he flips it across the room. You're like, shit. (laughs) He's a Superman. You're literally Superman. In most instances, I'm telling you, 
you're literally Superman to women. Most men are. Even the even the slubbiest, goofiest, uh, big fat belly tucked in their pants man is Superman to them. In almost every instance. Yeah, opening a jar. You know what I mean? Like, they got to get in that jar. I can do it. They start grabbing things, hitting it on the counter, hitting the bottom of it. You're Superman. Now, what they don't want to do is tell you you're Superman. They're like, you ain't shit. You ain't no Superman. You can't do a damn thing. I don't need you. I don't need you. I don't need you. I can do other things without you. I can be all things. (laughs) And they're like, we're going to prove that we're just as good as him. And we're going to form like Voltron. And we're going to do all these things. So they'll tout the things that they do better than us, constantly trying to throw it in our face. But we wasn't competing. I wasn't competing against you. Well, we, I got a house before you. I wasn't getting one. And more single women have houses. More women are buying houses. Well, it's a dumb time to buy a house. So I don't know what you're doing, dumbass. People aren't buying houses now. All right. You're the only one out here buying a house at 9% interest rate. 40-year mortgage. You're the only jackass out here. Congratulations, you played yourself. Like, they kind of ill-timed, you know what I mean? They kind of trying to, we're going to do it anyway. (laughs) Just like. Oh, man. Like, they can't really. Ladies, I say this with love. I say this with love. I'm here to help. I'm here to help. I know your limitations. You might know mine. I do have limitations. I do have blind spots. One of them is, um, my, my big blind spot is, um, I can't even think of the word. It's so much of a blind spot. It begins with an E. Empathy. Mm. Empathy would be the word. <laughs> right? Empathy just goes over my head. It just sails right over. Like, you know, I don't feel anything about that person. <laughs> like I look, I see they messed up. I look again and I'd be like, okay, on back to some shit that I'm doing. You know what I mean? Like I don't have, I don't have it. There's no amount of me trying to force myself to have it. That will come along. So with that being said, maybe you can fill in the blank. Maybe you could say, perhaps we'll get a green card. Ladies, listen, I'm putting you on. Perhaps we should get this person a greeting card, a nice gift card, a gift, a, a, a gift box, uh, uh, and, and we can put the little frilly paper on it, and we can wrap it up. And oh yeah, you could do that. Yeah, why don't you do that here? Here's my credit card right here, Louis Vuitton wallet. Here's my card right here. Yes. <laughs> why don't you just write my name on the card? Just write my name. Why don't you write my name? (laughs) We're helping you because look, while I'm moving furniture, while I'm performing miracles, why do I have to match what you do? This is what you do. This is what I do. Why is it bad that I do my strength and you do your strength? 
This is where you're strong. This is where I'm strong. Now, nobody's saying, well, these weak women should move tables. I move the table. You write my name in the greeting card. Now, here's what they'll do. This is what they'll do. They'll purposely, ladies, listen. Listen, I'm teaching today. What they'll do is after I done moved all the tables, rearranged all the furniture, she then goes and buys the greeting card and the gift and doesn't write my name. Then when they open it, it's only from her ass. And he didn't even agree. He didn't even sign the card. You're going to front me off? You're going to tell everybody I failed after I moved all of this furniture, after I performed miracles, after I am Superman? I am Superman to you. And you're going to front me out for not signing the card when you could have just signed the card? You see what I mean? Fill in where I cannot. I cannot be everything. <laughs> I cannot be everything. But now you're trying to make me feel bad, but I done already moved all the furniture. What do you want me to move it back now? Am I that petty? But don't do, just fill in where I cannot be. If I lack that quality, you're there to fill that in. Now, I don't need you to try to move furniture as much as me. I'll move as much furniture as you. I'm already Superman. Why don't you be this over here and pride yourself on this? I got all the degrees we need. I got all of the Superman and strength we need. All right, look at this, man. I got it. I got it. I got all the protection. I got all the firearms. I got all the bats. I got all the muscle. Why don't you fill in over here? Oh, but I can do what you're doing. I can do what you're doing. I want to do what you're doing. Okay. Why don't you do it? Why don't you do it all then? Why don't you do it all? Why don't you fire the gun? Why don't you fire the gun? Why don't you protect the place? Why don't you pay all the bills? You do it all. I'll sit over here. Three days later, you're not helping. Man, listen. <laughs> it's okay, ladies. I know that. Look, the ladies are leaving the stream. This is so not true. This is so not true. Just kind of be where you are. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need another me. By the way, it's hard to be another me. I'm an exceptional male. I mean, I'm one of the most exceptional men worldwide. You're not going to find many like me. So to try to be me, men can't even be me. Wink, wink. I'm just talking to the ladies, guys. Don't. You can't be me. At all. There's no way you're competing with me. There's no way you can do what I do on a daily basis. The struggle with women, and Andrew Tate was talking about this one time. Here's the struggle with them. He made a quote, and he was basically saying, and I don't know where he got it from. He said, if you teach a woman how to make $1,000 a day, I'm going to teach you how to make $1,000 a day. How many days would she work? I'm going to teach a woman to make $1,000 a day. How many days will she work? 
she'll work three or four days in that month and pack it in. She'll be like, oh, that means I only have to work three or four days to meet my obligations. And then I'll do it again the next month and the next month. This is typical in general. CGA will hear, I can make $1,000 a day. I'm going to work every day. Andrew Tate said two days. I gave him the benefit of the doubt. He said two days. I will work every day. A thousand a day? What? I'm not going to stop working. <laughs> I'm going to be checking in every day. And she's going to be like, that's just too much. I'm doing this every day. Why? Because I don't know when this is going to stop. This might come to an end. I could stack. That means that's 31 days. That's $31,000. I'm, I'm doing this. I'm going to guarantee 30K a month, I'm doing it. And I'm going to do it. Grind it. Hustle it. I'm going to jump through hoops and hurdles. I'm going to find a way to double it. I'm going to find a way to get that money pregnant. I'm going to save that money and come up with a plan for the money that I piled away over here. Then I'm going to buy some shit and some junior college girls. I'm going to go boom, 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 boom. But them, on the other hand, they would go, well, my bare minimum is four grand a month. How many days do I have to do? Okay, I'll do, I'll, I'll do, I'll do four days. <laughs> so this is typical. This is typical. So we got to understand we just have a different way. We have a different way of thinking. And then the next month they come up short and then they start asking other people where the bailout is. Help me, help me, help me. I see it all the time. And a lot of men have this idea of this behavior too. So you want to correct this stuff. Well, money is not everything. And, you know, staying at the office, man, man, where to work at? I'm going to get $1,000 today. I'm doing it. Mm. <laughs> where are you at here? Let's get to the main event. Just, just shooting the shit today. I don't even know how much I have. This, this time is out of, hold on for a second. Hold on for a second. Um, okay. Bad text message. Where are we at here? Uh, we got the main event here. Let's go to the main subject matter. Uh, let's see here. I said uh, plenty times here. We're doing toxic wife syndrome. All right, let's go do Tom Brady. Thomas Brady. Tom Brady is allegedly having fun at the junior college post-divorce. So congratulations to this brother out here. He's dating a lot of Russian models. Apparently, he likes the Russian model type, and he has a type, and he's out here running around with more modelinas that he can get his hands on. I don't know how old this woman is, but somebody said she done dated everybody. Ninja said, I don't do downgrades. But Tom Brady just getting his feel. These aren't serious women. These are just girls he's just going to pipe down. These are girls that previously were like Giselle, right? He's like, I want the younger version of Giselle. That's all he doing. And apparently, he's been out here causing a fuss. This ninja out here, he likes Natashkas. He likes Natashkas. Here's another Eastern European type woman. He definitely has a type. And uh, she ain't bad. She's a nice piece of calico right there. But Tom Brady is having a lot of fun out here post-divorce. Well, let's show you what's happening here. It says right here, Thomas Brady gets cozy with Irana. I don't even know who this name is. Caresses her face after spending the night together. Well, you know what happened there. Cheeks clapped. Of course, Giselle is not happy. Interesting enough, why is Giselle not happy? 
because <laughs> the toxic ex-wife wants to control the male at all times. Even when she divorces and causes the divorce, even when she monkey branches and finds her next man, it is short-lived because now once the man gets his, he gets his balance, right? He gets his, he gets his, uh, he, get, he, he gets his program together. And he says, okay, I guess she's not coming back. I'm going to the JUCO. Giselle, toxic ex-wife, wants to control it. Not happy at all about Thomas Brady's in Irana, Arena, Arena's weekend sleepover. Why does it matter? Let's go ahead and take the story here. Is model mayhem about to begin? Giselle is allegedly none too pleased that ex-husband Thomas Brady is shacking up with the arena. Irana, I don't know her name. It says a source told TMZ Monday that the former Victoria's Secret angel is not happy at all. I'm not happy. About photographs <laughs> of the retired NFL quarterback looking cozy with the model over the weekend. However, a second source to the Brazilian beauty tells the outlet that Brady and the other model dalliance is, is helpful to Giselle's freedom. Now, here's the deal. Giselle, there she is right there. Not my type at all, but... I mean, I wouldn't pass it up, but Giselle already had her fun. She already got pumped and dumped. This is a great indicator of what happens in the divorce. So what happened was the new bull in the ring showed up. The new bull in the ring showed up, uh, kind of gassed her head up. And then she went there. She couldn't serve two masters. She says, I'm leaving with this guy. He makes me feel good. The husband's like, God dang, what happened? And then she's like, don't worry about it. I'm monkey branch. I got my man. Good luck with your life. Now, a few weeks or months later, the guy that she left you for pumps and dumps her. Pumps and dumps. The relationship fizzles maybe a year down the line, possibly two. And then she's left with nothing. She's left with nothing. So she can actually try to ride the carousel. She's going to catch herpes or something like that. Then she got to go calm it down. She got to go sit down. That's where Giselle is right now. Giselle got pumped and dumped. The guy that she left Tom for, this already the relationship's already fizzled. And now she's stuck watching Tom enjoy the sweet, sweet pleasures of the junior college. So now she all in Tom's business. And it says right here is going to help her with her freedom because what she really wants is to go back to Tom. See, she's already done a couple of jobs that she wanted to do. Remember, she had her career. She did her couple of jobs. They came and went. Nothing else came from it. She got paid. She didn't got paid. Whatever, it flopped. She did a couple of covers in her magazine. She got free. She pulls her new. She, she already got what she wanted to leave the marriage for. Now, that's all done. Now, she want to go back to Tom. But Tom is out here playing the field like a Tomcat. It says right here, a rep for the former Victoria's Secret Angel. Who was the one who pushed for a divorce? She was, didn't immediately return page six's request for comment. Perhaps adding insult to injury is the fact that the news of Brady's burgeoning relationship with the Russian model broke just days after Giselle's 43rd birthday. Yep. So guess what happened? The guy that she left town for wasn't at the birthday party. She spent it alone drinking wine, trying to act happy. And knowing that Tom's with another 24-year-old woman, she irate. <laughs> right there it is right there. There go Tom right there. 
He like, hey, this divorce thing is working out for me. In these streets. Right when it's working out for you, here come your ex-wife. Uh, you think we could work it out and make it work as a family? Uh, nope. Tom is throttling women that he did. He wanted to throttle for a while. He's like, it's no turning back now. And this also happens to, this also happens to uh, men that are in their 40s. So what happens is men that are in their 40s, they're kind of like, well, we were ignored all my life. So now I'm going to just go have, have some fun out here. And then guess what they do? Soon as you start having fun, a woman your age says, Is anybody else just over this hookup culture? Aren't you tired of hooking up? Aren't you tired of dating? Aren't you tired of dating apps and Bumble? Don't you just want to settle down? Don't you just want to give up on all of this free sex? Aren't you tired of banging young girls? What do you relate? You can't relate to young women. What do you have in common with a 20-year-old? <laughs> right? And you're like, you want me to stop now? Niggas always gotta show they I'm just getting started. I was a good guy for the last 20 years of my marriage. You left me to go smuggle salami and get your insides put to your esophagus. Now you want me to come off of the playing field because you got pumped and dumb. Because you got nothing else. Oh, no, baby. I'm going full speed ahead until I hit the danger. All right. Until I hit danger and I get a wake up call, which he will. So there he is in the Cullinan. All right. Uh Uh-oh. That head is kind of low there. And look at Tom showing his teeth. Niggas always got to show their teeth. Giselle Big Mad. Can y'all see this? Giselle, look at him. My man in the Rolls Royce truck, the Cullinan. And she on her knees. She got the knee pads out. And Tom is out here. Yeah, that brother's starving. (laughs) (laughs) Smiling like a Cheshire kitten. He's like, this is great. This is fantastic. Giselle's like, oh, well, listen. I'm not happy. (laughs) Who cares? It says right here, as page six previously reported, Brady 45 picked up the model that you see here from the Hotel Bel Air Friday afternoon and then drove her, drove them to his Los Angeles home. We told the duo didn't emerge until the next morning. How do they know this? When Brady dropped the model off back at the Momo, she's age 37. Of course, she's a throwaway. This isn't a keeper for him. It's just a throwaway. Um, It says right here, it's reported that the model threw herself at the former Tampa Bay Buccaneer player at a wedding for some people that I don't give a damn about. And of course, I would have flipped this up and down too. I would have flipped her inside out too. She's not my type either. All right, but uh, she's a little bit too, yeah. She followed him around all weekend. Meow. Ladies, ladies, say it with me. Ladies, say it with me. Meow. That's all I want to hear. She was like, purr, purr, meow. He was like, lay up, lay up. Giselle sitting around like, what is this? I'm not happy. <laughs> Tom said, yeah, come on, a oh, little piece of calico. I think we can have this. And he folded her up like a love letter from the second grade. All right, so let's see here. 
Shout out to him. What else did he say here? That's an easy layup for him. She was throwing herself at him. Meow. Somebody said this is a totally, the rep says this is totally a fictional account, but not, but now it looks, sorry. (coughs) It looks like things are strange in the fiction. So now Giselle wants this back. All right, sorry for showing his kids. All right, Giselle's like, you think we can get back together? Nope. Nah, I'm at the junior college. But this is a toxic wife, toxic ex-wife syndrome. There's actually a phrase for this. Toxic, toxic spouse. Let me see, is it ex-spouse syndrome? Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, toxic ex-spouse syndrome. This type of toxic ex comes in different forms. They may try to turn your children against you by bad-mouthing you or your actions to the children, such as taking the children away, using them as pawns and leverage, trying to get so uh, child support money, right? That's a that's a characteristic of the. Oh, I, let, me, let me just show you. This is the toxic ex spouse syndrome. There it is, right there. And they have a male in the picture. But let me read a couple of things here, and then we're gonna go up right here. The toxic ex wife or husband doesn't respect the boundaries of their relationship with the ex. They have never really let go of their mate and will hang on for dear life all while undermining your ability to co-parent with them and move on to a new life. Oh yeah, bro. Uh, yeah, I can understand this. I, I've been there. It says right here, they don't respect your privacy. Even through your divorce, they feel that they have a right to know what you're doing and who you're out and who you're doing it with. This is uh Giselle. So even though you are divorced, they have a feeling and a right. They have a right to know what you're doing and who you're doing it with. That's Giselle, toxic ex-spouse. You will be bombarded with questions about your life. Are you seeing anyone? Who were you over? Wait, who were you over the weekend or where? <laughs> I'm sorry, my bad. I said who? Where were you over the weekend? Jesus, CGA, get it right. Your children will be questioned about what you are doing in your life, the toxic ex-wife or husband has no problem using the children to find out information about you and your life. Where did your father move? What's his number? Is he dating another woman? Okay. Does he have a girl sleeping over? There's a difference between being uh, friendly interaction and an attempt to control, which is what the toxic ex wishes to do. The next one, they interfere with new relationships. This is kind of the same thing. They will use your children against you. This type of toxic ex comes in different forms. They will try to turn your children against you by bad-mouthing you and your actions to the children. Or they will go so far as abandoning their own children to punish you for some wrongdoing they feel you have done. They are willing to hurt their own children in an attempt to control you or get back at you in some way. This is very dangerous And this is a very dangerous and wounded individual. Guys, this person right here will hire a hitman if they don't get their way. This is a very dangerous person. Now, our society kind of just passes that off. Now, if a man does any of those things, they would actually try to have him arrested. Okay, I'm going to share a story about Sugar Shane Mosley in a minute. Because his ex-wife kind of did the same thing. Here it is right here. What does the toxic ex do? They will blame you for their unhappiness. They will blame you for their current state in their life. 
you came in, you came out of their life, you moved on, and then they're still stuck. They might have initiated the divorce and they still are unhappy. I'm un- I'm unhappy because of you. I'm depressed because of you. I'm an alcoholic because of you. It's all your fault. It is all Jermaine's fault. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. The toxic X syndrome. It says right here, it doesn't matter what they're unhappy about, you will get the blame. If they treat their children badly and cause the children to become angry, you will get blamed. If they lose their job, have car trouble, just can't seem to catch a break, you will be blamed. You may go months at a time without seeing them or talking to them, but you can bet that if something goes wrong, you will be blamed. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. They will try to plant seeds of doubt. This is where they tell the child, "Ah, your dad really doesn't love you. Your mom really doesn't love you. I love you more than your dad. I love you more than your mom. Here it is right here. You will hear comments projecting failure on your part as a result of your inability to hold the marriage together. They will say or do whatever needed to undermine the goals you set for yourself. Some will go as far as predicting failure for your goals their children set. This is symptomatic of a vengeful, manipulative mindset And any comments from such a person should be ignored. So planting seeds of doubt in the head of the child, of you, of uh, the child's relationship with the father in particularly, this is the toxic ex-spouse syndrome. They They will use you as an excuse for their own behavior. Enough said. They blame their behavior on you. They will use the court system to stay engaged. Ah. So every time there's a disagreement, run to the court. This is abuse. This is distracting. This is a sense that they will blame you for not being able to be a good co-parent. But every time something goes wrong, they run to the court. They will use the court to stay engaged, meaning that you're ignoring them. The only way they can get your attention is in court. They will defy court orders, knowing you will take them back to court. Or they'll even say, Take me back to court. Fight me. I'll fight you for it. I'll make you spend money. This is a passive-aggressive way of keeping a connection to an ex-spouse. They get to use the court system to punish you and to stay connected with you. This is one great reason for making sure you have a good settlement agreement before you sign your divorce papers. Now, let's take you to Sugar Shane Mosley. We told this story before. It is old. Shut up. But this is toxic ex-spouse syndrome. Sugar Shane Mosley is Coach Gang. Shout out to Coach Gang, Sugar Shane Mosley. He's Coach Gang for sure. Sugar Shane Mosley's wife gets championship belts in divorce. You have to ask why. There's a reason why. She was his manager for a period of time. And she had, I believe they had three children. And she said we have, he has three championship belts that he won in the ring and that the children should get, the children should get the belts so she can pass them on when they become an adult. As if he couldn't give the belts to the children. She had to, in the divorce proceedings, take the belts from Sugar Shane that he won in the ring so she can give the belts and undermine him, okay? In addition, 
In addition, it says right here, she'll maintain custody and control of three championship belts for each of the respective parties, three minor children. Each of the kid gets a belt when they turn 18. You think these kids want the belt? You think these kids give a damn about the championship belt? No, they don't give a shit about that championship belt. Maybe if he dies and he won't, he's got a long, he don't care. She cares about those belts. She also knows he cares about those belts. So now if I get the belts, I can actually have control over him and keep a piece of him. You know what else she did? It's probably not in the article. But when I hit y'all with this, y'all going to be like, give me a break. She allegedly tried to get the courts to agree to make Shane get a vasectomy. Yes. She, tr- she tried to get a court order to have the family court judge order Shane Mosley get a vasectomy so that he doesn't have any more children with any other women that will cut in to any monies that he makes after the fact and so that his new children don't get what his old children, well, his, his previous children get. You heard that part. Yes, she did. She asked for it. And I want if you guys want to know the proof. She did not get it granted, though. She did not get it granted, but she tried. She tried. Let me see if I can pull it up right here. Oh, yeah, it's here. It's here. You guys think I make this shit up? I'm here for you, Coach Gang. Mosley asked, asked, to get vasectomy as part of divorce agreement. Bruh, yeah, that's not the real reason. <clears throat> She's just trying to control the seed. But there it is right there. I'll read the article. I'll read the article. This is toxic spouse syndrome. It says there are tons of shockers in an ongoing legal battle in Los Angeles between the former division, three division world heavyweight champion. Well, it's not heavyweight. Sugar Shane Mosley and his former wife, who at the time was also his manager. Her name is Jen. Jen filed a defamation suit. Hey, guys, anytime they fly lawsuits like this, this is just her trying to get your attention and keep close to you. She filed a defamation suit against Shane in November of 2015, uh, claiming that the boxer caused her emotional distress and that her career as a life coach has been negatively affected by the uh, allegedly defamatory statements. I think he lost that. I think he lost that, if I'm not mistaken. It says right here. Um, uh, let's see here. It says, mostly testified at the trial Wednesday um, that among the demands in the 2011 divorce agreement, his former spouse insisted he have a vasectomy. Jen sued Shane after the boxer claimed that when he married Jen, she was still legally married to her first husband. All right, uh, it says right here, she's not the sweet lady she's played herself to be, Shane said at the trial. So we got married in 2002. She got married to some guy in 1995 and was still married to him when we got married. Uh, uh, one thing you'll find out, one thing you'll find out is once somebody's really being aggressive towards you, they have a secret. They're trying to beat you to the uh, not getting the secret out. It says right here, 
Shane also said he was surprised to find out that Jen once worked as a stripper, which she denied on the witness stand. However, the stripper allegation was corroborated by Nicole Davis, who introduced the former couple to each other in 1999. There it is right there. So Davis testified that she and Jen were once friends and worked together as bartenders at a New York strip club. She told jurors that Jen previously was a stripper at the same establishment. See? (laughs) Now, this is also the spectrum. The spectrum. So, she was a stripper in a past life. She was on the spectrum. Now, she's a wife. Now, she's an ex-wife. The spectrum is real. Anyway. It is the evening stream. I'm going to end it on that. Let me get to these super chats here. And if you want to make any other contributions, man, hit the like button or whatever you feel necessary. But I'm going to get ready for the evening. I do have an interesting week ahead of me. So I'm going to be back in tomorrow for sure. Shout out to Loud Pockets for the cash app. Let's check these super chats as well. Dwayne Rhodes says, nerd women tend to be practical and less problems. They do. But they also can tend to be irrational on breakups, <laughs> right? So watch that. All right, that, that's where their danger lies. They tend to. This is not an absolute. So they tend to take breakups a lot harder, and then they tend to do the crazy shit on the bottom. Like, they tend to do, like, this crazy stuff right there. They tend to. Uh, Deadly Edley says, uh, Giselle's not the first to fail monkey branching. Women repeat the same mistake because they are slaves to their emotion and don't understand the concept of SMV. Yeah, monkey branching, even if they fail, you know, there's always going to be a guy that attempts to clean it up. Uh, Kaylin says, ladies, let the situation involving Costner and Giselle's ex-wives teach you something. It ain't going to happen. Don't cheat on her husband thinking you secure something seriously with the guy you're cheating with. You will get pumped and dumped. Don't lust and be devoted wives to men who were nice enough to marry you. All right. Very, very practical advice for sure. Because, yeah, I mean, that would make sense. But uh, that's not in their nature. I mean, listen, hypergamy has its advantages too in the world. So hypergamy is not all bad. Shout out to Crypto Keeper, and I'll explain as, the way, as we are on the way out. Crypto Keeper says, Coach was right. When you see, when you see it, you can't unsee it. I had my girl and three other flatbacks on a boat Saturday, not straggles, taking bras off my girl. Said, wait, let me see here. Not straggles, taking bras off my girl. Said, aren't aren't they too young to be around and grow up? All right, so um, I messed that up. This is right here. Not straggles, take, I think you mean talk, taking bras off? They're taking bras off your girls? What are we doing? Where was you at, brother? (laughs) You was really at the junior college. The straggles taking bras off my girl said, aren't these girls too young to be around? I don't get that. I don't get why. We need a conversation about men being policed. Men's sexuality is highly policed, not just by men, but by other women. They always tell you who you should be sticking your salami in. Okay, and they're always wrong. You shouldn't be dating them. Okay, who should I date? I remember a guy did that. A guy did that on my show. You shouldn't be dating those young girls. Okay, who should I date? The guy said, he, first of all, he used the phrase that Kevin Samuels said 
but that's been said for years, which is um, take your age, divide by two, add seven. All right, which I think is goofy. Because if I'm, if I'm 80, how does that work? If I'm 60, how does that work? I take somebody 48 or whatever the number is. Now, he said arbitrarily. Arbitrarily said 29 to 36. Now, my question is, why? Because you're comfortable with it? Why is 29 to 36 the age I should be dating? Tell me, tell me why. I find that that's a dangerous age for me. That's a very dangerous age. I, that's a lose-lose. There's not a lot of win in that age. There's not a lot of win. That's a lot of L. Why? What tends to happen? These people tend to be baby rabies. They tend to throw yourself as the last hope, especially if you work your way up and you do well and you're balanced out and you happen to be single in your mid-40s. Here she comes. You're the cleanup guy. More than likely, if she's black, she had a baby already. More than likely, if she's any other race, she already had a baby by somebody else. More than likely, she's already divorced. So that leaves the single women, the leftover women. Why? Why would I do that? Why would I do this and have a baby? I don't want a baby. I don't want a child. I don't want to get married. These women highly likely want to get married. Well, I do want to get married again. I'm do, do, I do want to get married after all. I don't want that. <laughs> Very rarely will these women want to just, most of the time they just want to settle down. So this is a mismatch. It doesn't help me. Then I got to deal with these expectations or pushing the line, all that shit. No, baby rabies. And she's been throttled. She's been throttled and now she's just going to toss that shit over to me. Now, yep, somebody to talk to. There's somebody you can talk to. Baby, I'm doing nonverbal communication. I don't like to say much at all. I do all my talking during the live streams. I want to let me hear your body talk. Your body talk. Let me hear your body talk. Oh, you should have it this age. Why? No, no rationale, no nothing. It's just what you're comfortable with. Oh, you, well, I'm comfortable with it. <laughs> right? Xavion says, don't forget. They can do anything a man can do, but better while wearing high heels and maintaining ultimate feminine appeal. And so that, yeah, they do. They can do that. And yes, there are some good, there are some stronger women out here, but even the strongest woman, there's 30% of men stronger than her, maybe 40 or 50%. But I will say walking around in high heels is definitely one of the things that makes my mind go, I don't understand why you ladies do this to yourselves. But you guys do to yourself. You guys do. You guys torture yourselves. You guys torture yourselves. You find the smallest clothes to wrap all of that meat. And when you got cellulite chunks, dimples, curdle up fat on hip, you got complete flaws everywhere. And you're completely aware of it. And of course, somebody likes it. You're going to take the smallest outfit and wrap yourself around it, hopefully not to look fat. Hopefully somebody ain't going to say, with all of your assets barely hanging out, the badussie is up here and the, the bottom of the dress is here. The, the, the ass cheeks in the back hanging out. 
and then the Badusi hanging out like the hairs are hanging out right here. And you basically have a small margin so that anytime you enter and exit the vehicle, you got to cover up, you got to cross your legs. Anytime you sit down, you got to be like, why are you torturing yourself like this? This is torture. Then these high heels, these high heels, when I'm walking with you, you got to have me slow down or I'm, I can do it well. And then you got your heels, you got your feet in these heels. It makes your legs look better. Like, why are you, why, why are you doing this? Why do you do this to yourself? Just absolutely torturing. Anyway, it's, it's a phenomenon. It's a mind-blowing phenomenon. Then the makeup and the hair, it is mind-blowing, but of course, competition. Of course, finding the best available mate, even if they're married. They still got to position themselves to compete for the top-tier men. This is their innate inability. inability. This is, comes from within. It's biology. It's kind of like when the peacock flexes. This is biology. It doesn't need an explanation. It doesn't need it. We just have to accept it for what it is. It's weird. Attention is a drug, right? So they got to be better than the baddest holes out here. It's competition at all times. Anyway, we appreciate you, ladies, and we need you. <laughs> Shout out to you. Shout out to the coach gang. Hit the like button on the way out, and we out of here, brothers.